Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, there's sports. Let's go, Artie Spanier. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Man, what a weekend. No, my team's already mathematically eliminated. The Mets are already done. You've got so many teams. I don't even know who you're talking about. If my Dodgers lose tonight, they're going to be mathematically eliminated. Yeah, uh, they're going to be mathematically eliminated. You you got to calm down, man. I see. This is one reason why maybe not having sports was good, because you didn't take one loss as the worst thing that's ever happened to a team. You told ever. me it's a sprint ever. that every game, sixty games, every game means everything. It's a sprint. Yeah, but I mean, you can't if, start one and two. But well, the Dodgers are already two and one, and you're talking about if they fall to two and two, it's ball game, Arnie. Come on! Now. Did you know there's no undefeated teams in baseball now? There isn't any undefeated teams no. left in baseball. <laughs> well, then they're all done, Arnie. We should just yeah. cancel the season and not have playoffs. <laughs> hey, we got a lot to get to tonight from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Where 15 minutes could save you 15 percent on car insurance. Yes. There's a lot of baseball to get to, which will be fun to, dig- uh, to digest and, and get after tonight. But, but we'll dive into a lot of NFL. John Middlecoff is coming up next. So we'll get our baseball talk rolling. Then Middlecoff will join us and get us caught up on the latest in the NFL. And then we'll ask the question on everyone's mind, has Todd Furman got his DirecTV installed yet? And I guess maybe more importantly, <laughs> we'll ask him kind of how the numbers are looking and what the lines are looking like. But Arnie, let's, let's not bury the lead here. Yeah. Let's, not bury, let's dive into it. Baseball's back. We're through three games for a couple of teams, two for most. 
What's your thoughts? What, have, have you enjoyed it? Three, four games for most. Have you enjoyed it so far? Is it corny with the cardboard cutouts? Did you like the digital crowds? What's been your early reaction to the early start for baseball? And I brought some of this up yesterday. Let's start things Go off. Ahead. I think I was part of the four million that tuned into that very first game on the very first day. <laughs> um, I was excited. I wanted to watch it. This was big to me. Um, so I was glad to have it back. I actually, I, I thought the play was better than I thought it was going to be. I thought we'd see a lot of errors and maybe a lot of high scoring games. I thought the hitters were going to be ahead of the pitchers. It turns out to be the, uh, for the most part, the, the other way around. Um, as for some of the stuff, I, I, I'm okay with the cardboard cutouts, the virtual fans, all that stuff like that. Though I will tell you, it is a different watching experience without the fans. Um, it takes away a lot of the game. Not that I'm complaining. doesn't really make a difference to me. I'm just glad to have baseball back, but um, it does take away from the viewing experience, and I'm sure it must take away from the playing experience um, not to have any fans. I don't know how it's affected the game, though, not having the fans there. I don't know if that means there's been less runs or um, how it's affected the game overall, but uh, look, I'm just happy to have it back, you know? Same, same. I, I, was, I was a lot like you. I, I thought we'd see some sloppy play early on. I thought maybe the – I've always been a, a believer that the pitching is ahead of the hitting. Right. But in this case, it, it seems – I mean, you have a couple four-to-three games. You'll have a, a five-to-one game, and then boom, you'll have a 14-run game. But, of course, that's your Mets' fault, Arnie. Yes, but thank you. I, I, I think you're onto something here. While we may be caught up in our own little bubble and things like, well, w- what is the crowd atmosphere not like and, and with the, the cardboard cutouts and the virtual crowd – I think the bigger story is we haven't seen seen some sort of drastic fall off from the amount of time off. Now, now again, I don't think that should lead anyone to think that we should go ahead and take more time off, Arnie. We should go ahead and get back and play as quickly as possible. But for the most part, I think we've had pretty good baseball. We're still early in the season. Obviously, got a. I don't want to get too carried away and say a long way to go. But uh, fun, fun storylines to start this season. Good and games, I, and we're going to have good battles. You know, Chris, uh, and I, look, at, uh, I wasn't kidding around. I kind of watch it. Only three teams were undefeated yesterday. Now we have none. none. I, I find that a little bit incredible after three games. But now I'm starting to think those final five games, let's say, the final week of the season, um, how many teams are going to be in contention for the first two spots of the two wild cards? I mean, it's it's going to be fantastic, is it not? I mean, we're going to see ties and tiebreakers and um, everybody in it. I'm I'm excited about it. You know, I, I saw this on on I don't know maybe one of the baseball guys' Twitter feed, and I might be rounding up or rounding down. But their theory was, regardless of how bad or how good you are, you're probably going to win twenty and you're probably going to lose twenty. And it's what you do with those kind of 20 right. games in between. And maybe that lose 20 number is a little bit uh, high. Maybe that win 20 for some <laughs> teams is a little bit high too. But you don't know when those games are that y- y- you need to kind of pull out of the fire or when you need to to really gut down or ride your starter a little longer or get to your bullpen quicker. That I, I know that we're probably not necessarily going to light up the phone lines tonight with people wanting to talk strategy for right. baseball or, or how we've used the DH, but I've been fascinated to kind of see, all right, when's the moment where you go to your pin a little sooner? Do you worry in the back of your head if you're Don Mattingly or or there's a base hit for Mookie, or if you're <laughs> uh, or if you're Dave Roberts, or if you're Gabe Cap, or what whomever you are, are you thinking in your mind, ooh, what what do I need to do? You know, this guy's gone four, he's pitched well, but you know, I got to get my 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 bullpen going and. 
you know, he, he he could get sick. I mean, are you factoring in things, Arnie, early in well, this year about whether or not you I, could have a couple players come down with the virus? Well, I, I when I saw what was it, the Marlins. I, I got believe that story have like, next, yeah. Yeah, four starters. But I, I did look at this, and I don't have the numbers in front of me. It just seems like this, that a lot of the big-name pitchers um, are either getting scratched or struggling. I think I would start taking the other side, if I, and I'll ask Todd Furman this. I think I'm just going to start taking the dogs in these big spreads um, because it doesn't look like the um, top, the elite pitchers are on their mark just yet. It seems like it's going to take them a while, but I could yeah. be wrong. Yeah, but but again, I, I don't think I mean I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to kind of who has jumped out early to say, all right, this is gonna be a pitcher's league for a while or a hitter's league for a while. You've had an incredible amount of diversity. I mean, I, I gotta be honest with you, I've watched every game of the Dodgers season so far. It's been a blast. But th- this Giants team, now if you're listening in, in San Francisco on our affiliate ninety seven five the game or ninety five seven the game, you you know this, but it's um they might be one of those teams where we talk about every team's going to win 20 games where it's just not going to happen for him, Arnie. I mean, this, wow. is a, this is a bad baseball team when Johnny Cueto is not on the hill. But with that said, as bad as they are, they get a win yesterday somehow, some way. So I, I don't know if you want to say that, you know, it's, this is all going to come down to pitching or it's going to be an offensive season. I'll tell you what it's been. It's been fun so far. And, and I want to add one more thing before, yeah. we, before we get to an NFL note to lead into to John Middlecoff. I think the players are embracing it. And again, this is Chris Plank sitting on his couch watching from Oklahoma, thousands of miles away from any Major League Baseball team. But what I've watched is I think that the, the players are kind of embracing it from the goofy hand sanitizer Anthony Rizzo at right, first right, base. Right, I saw that, yeah. Guys, guys hitting home runs. Uh, you had a player in the Cardinals-Pirates game that got thrown out for talking trash to the manager behind the dugout or to the umpire behind the dugout. I mean, I, I kind of think – And I don't know if this matters much to you, but as much as this sucks without fans there and as much as we're all watching more, the numbers prove it, I think the the players are embracing this right now, Arnie. I think they're digging it. I think they've done a lot better job than I thought they were going to do. I thought there was going to be a lot of complaining or that there was something going to go wrong. Not that it was going to be the players' fault or anything like that. I, I don't know. For some reason, I just expected the worst, of whether it was play or attitude or uh, tons of complaining, and it's been absolutely nothing but that. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's been just so far seamless, some good baseball. Um, the players have been great. It's just been positive all the way around. It has, and this is a time where we need someone to to blaze the trail. I said this, I was on with Andy yesterday, uh, and he kind of disagreed with me. I don't know if you feel this way too, but we can't turn to the NBA, No, and I'm not talking about the game, I just mean being able to play a season and say, yeah, we got through it and we beat COVID if it happens because they're in a bubble, man. Right. They're, and I know that's hard for Lou Williams and some others, but they're in a bubble. They're basically doing the things that you need to do in order to to get a season uninterrupted finish. Baseball is going the exact opposite. They're not putting these guys in a bubble. They're living their lives. They're going home. They're they're traveling to different cities. They're flying places. So, Arnie, I think baseball's success is a big story to see if football can make it uninterrupted, to see if college football can. 
We just say the same thing about the NHL because they're not really in yes. a bubble. Obviously, yes. they're they're in two hub cities. And my goodness, NHL playoffs on Saturday, NBA starting on Thursday. This is it's just you know we talked about how great it was going to be once everything got started. It's just starting to hit me now. Oh my goodness, what a week we're going to have in about seven days. You know. <laughs> By the way, the first tweet to the show from Nature Boy says, who does Plank think he's ripping? The San Francisco protesters? No, no, no. It's the Giants. They're awful. You'll see it as this season progresses. They're one of those teams that I think with every single game that happens, there's going to be a bless their heart to it. It's like, oh, the Giants. <laughs> bless their heart. They're 3-14. and 14. Who knew? Uh, but wow. baseball has been fun. We'll be on it all night long. I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed listening to games even though someone needs to get my man charlie stein or a cup of coffee stat uh this is fun you listen to highlights arnie it sounds like the crowd's into it you you hear the fireworks going off it sounds like a big atmosphere we'll dive into the highlights of the first weekend of major league baseball coming up in in just a bit i I want you to to answer me this real quick yeah what would you change what have you seen so far through Two, I, I keep forgetting that we started on Thursday, but from Thursday, two games, then full slate of games on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday through the first three full days of the season. And I'd love to hear from you guys tonight that have been dialed in uh, on Twitter at Stinkin' Genius One. That's Arnie, S T I N K I N Genius in the number one. I'm at Plank Show. Everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. Arnie, if you could change something, what would it be? I, I mean, think I would have let the fans in in a limited capacity. I think. Um... I think that's coming. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with you there. I don't know how long it's going to take. Um, it may take an extra a month or something. Maybe we'll have to wait till halfway through. I, I don't know. Um, but I'm starting to think that, and I don't know what the average uh, stadium holds. Let's just say 50,000, give or take. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe 10, 15,000 at a game yeah. would be very safe and you know, a lot better experience for the players, um, you know, for the for the television public. I think that would be would have been, but you know what? It, it, that's easy for me to say right now. And like you said, that that's coming, and I believe that is. But I, I think that's the first thing I would have changed. Yeah, try to find a way to get some fans in there, and you know, if again, some places it'll be easier than others because of the geographical hot spots and and those who are faring well. I, I don't have a problem with the cardboard cutouts. I don't have a problem with the, the digital crowd. But here, here is one thing. Yeah. I don't feel like we need to chronically and constantly remind us about it on these broadcasts. We get it. Fans aren't there. I, I, I know the, the crowd shots, they go to the overhead shots of the stadium, and I'm thinking to myself, what are we doing here? You know, yeah, let's just show the players, show the game. I'm not trying to become Mr. TV producer here, but damn, Arnie, unless something broke in the last five minutes, suddenly fans haven't streamed into these games, and I feel like it becomes like the constant talking point in some of these broadcasts. I get it, but it's like, let's go. We know this is going to not happen. I wouldn't have had a problem with them going, you know, kind of like what they do – uh, for college football and college basketball, I wouldn't mind them going to maybe a local bar. Maybe some Dodger fans are watching the game, talking to real fans, and how excited they are about the Dodgers opening the season, or or something to that effect. But um, yeah, the virtual thing—you know—they could have a little bit more fun too. I, I know that there's giveaways in some ballparks, but you should have like those cardboard cutouts in the outfield. If it if it hits your cardboard cutout, you get like free season tickets or something like that. <laughs> have some fun with it, you know. I will say this, though. Your idea about going to bars, while it sounds great, not many bars open, Arnie. I, well, it depends on where you are. Yeah, I guess exactly. you're right about that. Yeah, hey, true. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, obviously baseball is back. The NBA returns this weekend. But 
The NFL is slated to start training camp, and everyone has an agreement in place on the safety protocols and the fact that we will not have a preseason. What does it mean now going forward and when we talk about the games on the field? John Middlecoff joins us next. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Uh, John Middlecoff is the host of the 3 and Out podcast, and he joins us right now. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Dodgers have just tied up the Giants 1-1 in the bottom of the third John, baseball's back, NBA back this week. NFL has its training camp protocols in place. Are we confident we're going to be able to get through some seasons uninterrupted? How are you feeling right now? Yeah, I mean, I think basketball, right, is in a unique spot because they're doing the bubble. Uh, I think you see it with golf. It's just made for, you know, the virus in terms of not having many issues. I think baseball is going to parallel football. And you see the Miami Marlins had some issues because their guys go home. And, you know, in football, besides game day, all these guys are going to go home every night and and be around friends because you get days off during the week, even during training camp. So I I, I think the baseball season and and the success they're having, they're able to get through it that I think we'll be pretty confident with football, even though it's basically got double the amount of people. I guess ba- I guess baseball opened their rosters to 30 guys, but still it's 53, and the the you know the new additions of the practice squad. I mean, you're talking probably you know 70 guys, a lot of coaches. Uh, football is the most complicated just in terms of numbers. 
You know, John, I was a little worried about this going on last week. I mean, we're talking about there was maybe going to be no preseason games. Camps were going to open up late. Um, We were waiting to see what was going to happen with baseball, hockey, uh, and basketball. So in one week's time, you've got to feel a hell of a lot better um, about the the start of of the NFL than you were about a week ago. Yeah, to be be honest with you, I, I learned with baseball, because they negotiated basically through Twitter, that at the end of the day, too much money on the line. I didn't get caught up with it. I knew they would play. Now, I mean, I don't know if they'll be able to figure it out. You know, if they'll be able to avoid the virus, we'll see. I mean, I think they will, but it's going to be complicated. I never worried about, like, training camp getting pushed back because of some hashtag with the players. Like, I I didn't buy into that at all just because of the amount of money that was going to be on the line. And, uh so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was pretty confident that this day was going to come and it wasn't going to be, you know, middle of August and no no resolution. Just because, just be, like basketball, like with baseball, like with golf, the amount of money you're talking is just on both sides, owners, players, everyone involved, that it, it was going to figure itself out. Yeah, when they when they had their hashtag, we want to play, I kind of felt like, hey, di- didn't baseball do this? Haven't we been down this road before? Uh, but I am curious, John, I, I was listening on Friday to the podcast. By the way, thank you. you. The pod was great this week, and I've been moving, so I've been driving back and forth, and I've caught up on everything. And if you don't subscribe to the 3 and Out podcast, please do so. Leave a five-star review. It's fantastic. And I started thinking more and more about the roster makeup and then what are our meeting rooms going to be Zoom. Our roster is going to be set up with maybe an extra quarterback. Do coaches and offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, quarterbacks coach, do they have to go into this season with almost a COVID-19 plan in case they have a breakout in a quote-unquote position room? Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine, you know, it's going to be one of those things that's not very public because it would be a competitive disadvantage. But I, I bet the last week the coach and the GM and maybe the assistant GM and maybe your coordinators have been meeting and just, you know, talking different scenarios, uh, ways to not just run meetings, but maybe load up on position groups and other ones they can get by without and how they're going to set up their practice squad. I, it's going to be a fascinating kind of roster construct, what teams keep what amount of players. Because for the most part, every year, give or take a guy here and a guy there with a position group, the numbers are the same for every team. I could see some curveballs this year just because of the unknown. If something went down where you're going to need more depth, where you wouldn't want to have to skip a beat with guys on your normal roster. And I, I, you know, in these crazy kind of crappy times, it's kind of a cool element to football. Just, you know, the 53 man cutdown just in itself, right. And going in camp is always a big deal just because unlike the other sports, you cut a large percentage of people and, you know, I, I think this year we're just going to see some some weird things happen. That, that's for damn sure. Uh, th- John, let me start things off by asking stuff on the field. What's wrong? Seattle didn't have any more first-round picks to give away to the Jets. <laughs> only, only two first-round picks and a third-round pick. Are they insane? Are you kidding me? I mean, when the 49ers got Garoppolo, all they had to give up was a second-round pick. They, I thought they overpaid. This is insane, I think. Yeah, I mean, my my first reaction anytime you see a player traded for that hall is your your jaw kind of hits the floor. <laughs> then I think when you but when you put it into context, Seattle does not draft well in the first round. They, they, that's not their round. Right. One, two, they always trade that pick usually back if they don't trade it for a player. And, and three, I mean, they have, in my opinion, the second best quarterback in the league. 
He's in the peak of his powers. And think about this. You remember after Rodgers and Green Bay won the Super Bowl, it kind of felt like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, they're going to win another one for sure in the next three or four years. And their defense really let them down. It, it never, they could always score points, and Rodgers was always elite. Their defense was horrendous. And remember, Kaepernick destroyed them, and they, just, they couldn't stop anyone in big games. And last year, Seattle, like, their offense is going to be fine. Russell can make enough plays. They'll be able to score in big spots. Their defense is Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas. Those guys aren't walking through the door anymore. <laughs> and I think Seattle, their coach is going to be almost 70 years old. John Snyder's, you know, already won a ring, has a, you know, makes a bunch of money. Like, what are you waiting for? You know, and, and I think you've got a young player who fits that culture. Uh, they know it well. Pete Carroll's baby is the defensive back. You know, those picks are going to be – I mean, they're going to be in the playoffs every year. They are in the playoffs every year. So those picks are in the 20s. And think about this. Who knows with college football this year? You know, Josh Snyder has gone on record every year saying, like, on a typical year, they have between, like, 15 and 20 first-round graded picks on their board. And they're never drafting in the in high enough to get one of those guys. That's why they always trade back. Well, this year, more than ever, who knows how college football is going to go. Some guys drafted this year in, like, the, the first round, or the end of the first round, like Brandon Ayuk. He, he wouldn't have been drafted last year. You know, uh, Patrick Queen. <laughs> Wasn't even a starter at LSU. So you just, some of the guys that are in that spot, who knows this year with, with how college football goes. So I, I think they kind of put it all into, into a formula in a sense and put all the variables together and just thought, like, let's take a huge swing for the fences. So I, listen, it was a lot, but I, I do appreciate, you know, just the, uh, just the fortitude to, to, to take a swing like that. And I'm messing around. And it, it shows you just how wild things are in the NFC. I think everyone feels, and maybe this is just bitter Raider fan in me, John, but that head and shoulders, it's it's the Chiefs and the Ravens right now in the AFC. But in the NFC, holy smokes, man, you had Jamal Adams to the Seahawks. The West was already a beast. Who knows what Brady and the Buccaneers are going to be like, but you know, New Orleans is going to be back. Atlanta had a complete rebuild. The NFC North is wild with the, the big-time investment by Minnesota and Zimmer. Now Aaron Rodgers with Jordan Love in the mix. Can Chicago bounce back? And who knows with Philadelphia and Dallas. I'm loving it, man. I think the NFC is wide open this year. For sure. And I, I saw... I think Bucky Brooks made the point on Twitter about having a safety, a versatile chess piece now with all these mobile quarterbacks. And think if you're Seattle, you have Kyler in the division. And then while Jimmy and Jared Goff aren't runners, those teams love to run the ball. You know, you look what Minka Fitzpatrick did last year for Pittsburgh. He was incredible. I mean, and this is Jamal Adams is that type player. Then also I think the NFC West, plays the uh, NFC East this year. So you Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, and those are the type of guys you need to wow. beat in the playoffs anyway. I- I'm with you. NFC is absolutely loaded. And I think Seattle, like they, whether they're going to, you know, whether they had won the NFC West last year or not, they're every year, it was, so whether they have home field or they don't, they're going to be in the dance, right? They're going to be one of the seven teams the next couple of years with Russell Wilson. And if you look at the Chiefs, like, one of the reasons they didn't get over the top the previous years, their defense wasn't good enough. They get the Honey Badger. He kind of helped change that dynamic. Now, they're different type. Honey Badger and Jamal are different type players. But if Jamal can be that type, like, as the Niner guy, the, the guy that used to always kind of throw a major wrench in what the 49ers tried to do Harbaugh years was Cam Chancellor. And because the Niners loved to run the ball, and he was such a physical presence for, against Vernon Davis, the tight end, 
Well, think about this Niner team. They love to run the ball, and, you know, their best player is a tight end. So you just I, – I get it. I, I'm actually – I mean, I'm excited. I watch a lot of Seattle Seahawks football. Jamal Adams is just a fun player to watch. And like you said, the overall NFC, I think everyone kind of perked up, like, wow, Seattle's not messing around. There you go. Three and Out Podcast. Find it on iHeartRadio or, of course, whichever platform you subscribe to pod- podcasts and consume them. Thanks, John. We appreciate your time. Have a great week. Thanks, John. Thanks, fellas. Enjoy the night. See you guys. Love that guy. Oh, he showed you, man. He told you. Wow. You're trying to, you're trying to dog on the Jamal Adams trade. But we'll, we'll well, I just thought, I don't know why they didn't give up five more first-round picks. Hey, you know what? They, they yeah. took it. You know what? If you were sitting here today... And let me see, who is your NFL team? I guess is it the Patriots? Is it uh, the, Do- the, Giants, the, the, the Giants, the Dolphins, the and whoever's in first place? If the Dolphins had made that move, you'd be talking about the greatness of the Dolphins. So hey, what, by the though? Way, but it wasn't, though. Arnie and Plank brought to you tonight in part by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. It works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, and or even arthritis. There is no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast, and you won't stink. Thanks to John Middlecoff for joining us. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio, and Steve DeSager gets us caught up on games. What's going on, Steve? Good evening, gentlemen. By the way, did you see the headline? Six NFL players from five teams total placed on COVID-19 reserve list the new list category created for an nfl player who either tests positive for covid19 or who is quarantined after being in close contact so six with total effective person six total not bad uh now remember nfl teams are not allowed to the teams are not allowed to disclose whether a player's in quarantine or whether a player is positive for covid19 but that's a new headline and of course, if you saw the Marlins uh, story from they're not they haven't insane, they yeah. finished not playing in Philadelphia. Bad. They are waiting to fly out of Philadelphia tomorrow. Their home opener in South Florida is tomorrow. They're going to arrive just a few hours before the night game. But the Marlins have reportedly had four players now tested positive. You know for how the, this past week. That's, that's not really a big story anymore. Remember, we said, what happens if a team comes that's out right. with COVID? What are we going to do? Uh, not even well, some people before now. the season were saying, okay, if you got four players on your no, team. It, to stop playing. Yeah, that's right. Shut down. So, well, uh, shut it down. Home openers in Miami tomorrow. You guys mentioned, and so many people have used the expression that it's a sprint for the Major League Baseball season this year. I would say it's not like the 100-meter sprint in the Olympics. It's more like the 400 meters, which if wow. you ask those runners, they do consider that a sprint. It is, any way you slice it, only a 60-game schedule. So this is the one year you should have this expanded playoffs. I mean, they're wildly expanded. It's not just the division winners that automatically get in. It's all the second-place teams automatically get in the playoffs, plus a couple of wild cards this year. So we assume that we're going to have great races in September, that the standings will be bunched up because it's a shorter schedule. Well, how about this? Late September, the final weekend of the baseball season this year, is Angels at Dodgers. The final weekend is also Cubs at White Sox and Houston at Texas. So bring it on. Looking forward. I've enjoyed this weekend. I'm looking forward to all the weeks. And the Giants, who you mentioned properly, Chris, people are not expecting to do anything this year. If they can split a four-game series at Dodger Stadium with this lineup and a new manager, that's, man, hats off to them. Because if you've seen any of the Giants this weekend, aside from the top four hitters, it's Solano, Heineman, Davis, Dubone. I mean, they don't not only have Buster Posey, their catcher opted out. They have injuries with their first and third baseman missing, and they still yep. have a chance 
to uh, split the four-game series. It's bottom of the fourth. The starters just come out for the Giants. San Francisco 1-1 with L.A. And Arnie did mention it on the show last night and to start tonight. Even last night, there were only three undefeated teams left already in Major League <laughs> Baseball. And now Houston lost today, as did St. Louis and San Diego. So there are none. For the first time since 1954, no Major League team has started the season even 3-0. and and back in 1954, wow. there were only 16 teams total. You have about double that now. That's insane. Uh, by the way, today would have been induction day at the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh. This year's class of players, Derek Jeter, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons. Uh, of course, Football Hall of Fame canceled things. And, in fact, it's going to be one full year from now. They're going to honor both football classes with separate days at Canton. Earlier nice. in baseball, Atlanta beat the Mets 14-1. to Yankees came back for a 3-2 win at Washington. And Minnesota won 14-2 at the White Sox. Nelson Cruz, two homers, seven RBIs. The Houston home loss was 7-6 to Seattle. And pitcher Justin Verlander, the Strohs, will miss at least two weeks with a forearm strain. The Houston Rockets had one of the five NBA exhibitions in Orlando tonight. The Rockets beat Memphis 119-104. James Harden. 31 points. He also had eight rebounds, nine assists, and seven turnovers, so kind of close to a quadruple double. <laughs> Russell Westbrook was three of 14 shooting. He had five assists, five turnovers. And it's the Rockets, so of course, in a 48-minute game, they put up a couple of threes. Houston from three-point range, 22 for 51 from long distance in this game. <laughs> uh, programming note, FS1 has an MLS doubleheader tonight and tomorrow, but tonight's New York City FC, a 3-1 winner to eliminate Toronto. And right now it's scoreless Sporting Kansas City against Vancouver about a half hour in. Tomorrow night's doubleheader on FS1 includes LAFC against defending champion Seattle in the round of 16 of their tournament. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance. By the way, that's the most difficult part is to find out which way is easier, either going online to geico.com or calling 800-947-AUTO. Geico, proud supporters of Fox Sports Radio. Arnie Spanier, I, during the break, I got a little thrown off there. Yeah. Because I can't stop watching and laughing the, I guess you could say, argument between Derek Holland and, uh, well, I guess Holland wasn't even in the argument. Holland got tossed from the game. And then the Pirates manager and the umpire that were getting after each other after he was tossed for yelling at the manager from the crowd. And then what happens, they have to mask up before they start yelling at each other. So I don't know if I've ever seen that before. So, again, if you missed the whole situation today, Pirates and the Cardinals were squaring off. Uh, here's the wild saga, right? You actually have players that are sitting in the stands and watching the game. So basically what you have is uh, Derek Collin got tossed from the game. He was sitting in the bleachers because he was, I guess, giving the home plate umpire a bunch of grief. The funny part of it, Arnie, was that the I think it was a Cardinal hitter that was in the batter's box starts laughing. You can hear it plain as day. He's just giving this umpire the business. And the umpire throws him out of the game. Out to argue comes Pirates manager Derek Shelton, who, yes, I had to Google who the Pirates manager was. Like, Derek Shelton. And then, lo and behold, 
they start arguing, and before they can even start arguing, the umpire has to find his mask that he can put on so they can start cussing at each other. We definitely are living in different times, Arnie, whenever not only is a guy getting thrown out yelling at an umpire from the stands, but then when the manager comes out to fight with the umpire, they've got to throw their face mask I, on. I wonder Let's if, go. Yeah, I wonder if because there's going to be social distancing, if, if it's just be easier if you want to give somebody the finger. Um, and get your, you know, that way you don't have to say anything. You don't have to put your mask on. Um, you could do social distancing and, and the rest of us could kind of figure out what's going on. So I, I'm hoping we'll see that a couple of times this year. Uh, I am watching baseball though during the show. And this brings me much joy. And it's not some organized scrimmage. It's not some game from seven years ago where you and I sit here and wax nostalgically about where we were when we watched this game. It's the Dodgers and the Giants, and it's tied up. I don't know. <laughs> Let's get back to one of our favorite debates, Arnie. I don't know if this game's going to be over before we're done with the show. They're just now in the bottom of the fourth inning. Of course, it had a 7 o'clock Pacific time I start. love that. Why so late, though? We never have a t- Usually the Sunday night game starts a lot earlier. We never have a 10 o'clock Eastern Sunday night game. Well, I think ESPN had run out of their top 10 list of greatest LeBron James assists. Oh, no more uh, Eagles yeah. concert? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they realized that the only other option might have been the top little 10 Little River plays. Band? Right. Uh, the little, little River Band. Holy smokes. <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot's going to have a concert a little bit later on. But yeah, thank you, ESPN, for putting us a game on late. Uh, uh, AJ Pollock's at the plate. Dodgers and uh, Giants are knotted up at one. Hey, I want to get into this more in-depth next segment. And by the way, your tweets have been great on what you would change from the first couple of games of Major League Baseball. I know Captain Obvious, and I say that not as a shot at you, Arnie, just in general. We all want fans there, right? I mean, that's what we would like more than anything. But embracing that we can't, what would you want to change? Are you getting more confident that we're going to be able to get through some seasons uninterrupted? I know that you have the story with the Marlins. You hit this on your question to John Middlecoff, and it kind of stood out to me, but – if you had a saga where you had four guys test positive, I mean, everyone would have thought you would have to shut things down, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But are we getting are we getting closer to a point where we're going to get through seasons uninterrupted and just have to embrace when we have the positive tests? Yeah, I really believe like two weeks ago, or maybe even longer than that, we were talking about what happens if a, a whole team, uh, you know, three, four, five guys. Right. What happens in the NBA if five guys tested positive? That's it. You've got to end their season. They're done. They can't continue to play. Um, it'd be big story. We'd be talking about it all day. Um, here we have one of the baseball teams. What was it, four? And yep. barely a mention. Now, of course, maybe it's just because it's not a big-name team. Maybe it's because it's baseball. Or maybe it's because it's not really that big of a deal. We'll go ahead, quarantine them, and move on with new players. So, um, you know, maybe we figured this thing out. And that's why I'm so confident that football is going to be okay. And I really think we may have jumped the gun with college football, especially in the Pac-12. I'm starting to think we could have just saying. kept everything the same, you know? I like what you're saying. At some point tonight, we'll have to go more in depth on the direction that college football is going to go over the next few days and how instead of pushing back, you're going to see some teams move forward. We'll explain more in depth as we roll on on a busy Sunday night. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie, do you know this song? Do, Do you know how Bobo is reading our minds for the next segment that we're getting into? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Welcome to Atlanta where the players yeah, play. Yeah, welcome to Atlanta. You had no idea. <laughs> yeah. You know the best part of I this, I was listening Bobo? to this on my 8-track on the way were into you? the studio, yeah. The best thing of this is uh, all the the different welcome to St. Louis's, and if you were from St. Louis like I was whenever this song came out, you're like, oh, 
They got Nelly singing about welcome to St. Louis. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to Atlanta. Are you a fan of how the NBA is handling the Lou Williams saga right now? And I got to be honest with you. There, I don't know if we've forgotten how to reporter in in sports because we're not good at it anymore. I don't know what's going on. We had yeah. we had like eight Marlins testing positive when it's four. Uh, we had Justin Verlander out for the season when he's out two weeks, which not again close enough is pretty close. Yeah, yeah. A season two weeks, uh, and then we had Lou Williams lying whenever of the. I think the guy lied trying to cover for him. Right, Lou Williams was pretty upfront with the NBA that hey, yeah, when I was out, I uh, I think they actually have what they have a flavor of wings that are named after him. So okay. he said he had to go eat. You gotta, get, you gotta eat, Arnie. You have uh, to you know, eat. You, you, look, we we like to make fun of him going to a nudie bar and having something to nudie. eat. Ha ha ha! And of course, all the jokes came in. But then, all when it's all done, um, you go to the viewing, you go home, or you go back to the quarantine, or you go to whatever. The we all grieve is. in different ways, Arnie. Don't tell Lou Williams how to grieve. No, I, you know, no, it's, it's not about grieving or anything like that. You go back to get ready to win a championship. Um, you know what? What? What's the number one thing? Going out to eat, getting something to eat. I, I don't care if you would have eaten at a strip bar, a Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, it doesn't make a difference to me. You know, if go to Fridays. You don't go anywhere. You just go back and quarantine yourself and get back to, to start thinking about winning a championship. So, um, do you have that championship mindset? It doesn't seem so like right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I understand what you're saying, but. Arnie, you do not. But what? Have a, but what, Chris? You don't have a flavor of wings named after you, for goodness' well, sake! You need true. to get that's your true. Lou Will lemon pepper barbecue wings. How dare you question? Couldn't that. he have gotten it to go? What? Who gets food to go from a strip club? I mean, listen, I'm not going to sit here food and pre- from a strip club to go. I isn't to, that part who eats at a strip club anyway? I, that's an even better question. I think. More than anything, I mean, Gosh. I got to be honest with you. I probably haven't been to a gentleman's club in uh, close to twenty five years. I mean, it would be back to whenever I was still in my youth. So I don't. I didn't even know there were food there. There was food there. So whenever I saw that he was getting wings at a strip club, I was blown away. And in all seriousness, Arnie, you do hit on a big point here, and that is what's happening and what's happened with Lou Williams. While funny, and we can we can joke about it now, right? Um, this is the key to getting every sport in and not just the NBA, not just baseball, and maybe more specifically than anything else, college football. And I say this a lot on this show, and I'm not trying to suddenly go from, from, I don't know, being a normal person to being get off my lawn dad, but you're asking 18 to 24 year old kids to go against everything that is, I don't know if you would want to say natural at that age, Arnie. Would you listen to authority whenever you were 18 to 24 years old? If they told you not to go out, you'd probably still go out. Am I no, no, right no, here? no. Look, first of all, you know the seriousness of this. This is not about, oh, my parents Do told you? me not to go out, so I'm going to go and sneak out the window. What's the death rate of an 18 to 24-year-old kid? No, but I, we we saw the problems. Who was the one NBA player that crossed the line just to get takeout? And he like let, crossed listen, the I, line. I, I, let, let, let's let's take the NBA out of this. I'm just saying in general from every sport, you're asking people to go against their natural instincts, right? I mean, isn't that the at the core of all of this? Yeah, we understand that there's a virus going on, but what happens depending on who you're listening to? You're listening to one side, and yeah, they're right. They understand the seriousness of it, Arnie. There's another side that is laughing that you would even bring up seriousness what are you talking about seriousness so that's that's where this big challenge is you have to go against your natural instincts to go 
be social like Lou Williams. He probably didn't think it was a big deal to go to this trip. But it's not about him, though. It's about his teammates, too. He should be concentrating on winning an NBA championship because, again, it's not even so much about going to go to the strip bar. It's how much quarantine would he have to face if he didn't go back right away or he got caught doing something like that. As it turned out, what does he have to do, four days, ten days? Ten days. Ten Ten days according to Shams. Well, there you go. That's your punishment. And, you know, obviously it's not right. He wasn't thinking about his teammates. I I will say it's funny to joke about this and laugh about this now. Though, Arnie, I'm I'm surprised by how serious you take it. And to be honest, I'm encouraged. Because at the (laughs) core of it, at the core of it, you can laugh and be like, oh, my gosh, what is he? How funny. He went. He snuck out and went to his strip club. That's what's going to end up costing us seasons. That that at, at its at its basic kind of foundational level, it's funny. It's haha. We can write our articles. We can have our segments. I don't even know the what what's the name. Magic City, I think, was the name of the place where it ended up. You can have all your jokes about the name, but hey, Arnie. In the end, this is what's going to end up being the key to continuing are not continuing professional sports. We'll talk this about is it the reason why out. I'm not a Clipper fan anymore, and I'm back to being the Lakers. No, please stay with the Clippers right now. No, no, back on on the Lakers. No, no, Todd Furman is coming up next hour. We're going to go in-depth on – all right, here you go, Arnie. Here you go. (laughs) Yeah. We can ask Todd Furman how much of an impact now not having Lou Williams for the first couple of games into the eight-game sprint towards the playoffs (laughs) might have on your L.A. Clippers because, man, you ride the way. When Rondo was out, you were done with the Lakers. There's no way they're going to get it done. Uh, Lou Williams gives a 10-day quarantine, and now you're done with the Clippers? I like this. It's like a roller coaster ride. Got to go back to my Lakers. I'm very encouraged the way they look right (laughs) now in in some of the the games. Stop. Stop. All right. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports, radio studios there is still baseball going on Dodgers Giants tied up at one we'll recap the weekend that has been and also look ahead to the week in Major League Baseball plus there's a storyline in the NFL or in college football that isn't talked about too much but you're starting to see it take center stage we'll dive into it next on Fox Sports Radio there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio and hour number two. Are you watching this Dodgers-Giants game, Arnie? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've ever seen someone make a balk as exciting as Mookie Betts just did. So I don't Is that know. what Mookie was laughing about? I must have missed that. I was wondering. I was looking, looking back and seeing him laughing about something. So Peralta had uh, stepped off, and when he did, they got the ball. So Mookie started walking towards second. Well, then when he saw Peralta turn his back to him, he took off sprinting. Like, he may round it, and it kind of caught everyone's attention, and he was just laughing about it why as we come to you tonight from the geico fox sports radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15 percent on car insurance visit geico.com for a free you know what that means arnie free free zero dollars rate quote why is uh what are we why, by the way I, 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 real oh. quick what are we going to start the hatred by the way of who I mean, look, we're all happy to have baseball back and yada, yada, yada. And this is great and, blah, 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 and all that good stuff. But when do we start the hatred for the Astros? We waited all year for Astros Dodgers. We'll wait till the Astros Dodgers. They cheated them. Wait till they played. Next. When are we going to have some fun with that for crying out loud? Well, I mean, you you and I have started this show by essing all over the Giants, so that's some pretty good hatred right there. Yeah, pick on the it, Astros a little bit. Well, I wanted to talk about a different kind of hatred. All right, all off right. Off the top. Well, I mean, who, I mean, the Astros are fake are now making up injury reports and then reporting them wrong so people will be focused on something else. Isn't that what we're going for now, right? They're playing the Mariners. I mean, uh, who's even paying attention to yeah, it? But I thought I, this is what we were – this is like one of the biggest storylines. They cheated the Dodgers. They robbed the Dodgers. We're going to – we were fans. They weren't going to play the Dodgers, so we're going to go to the Angel game to boo them. Come on. Remember all that stuff for well, what? what are we supposed to do? I don't know. I mean, you're sitting here calling Get outraged out. again. Get where they play Tuesday, Wednesday. Get outraged. Tell right. me that the Dodgers are going to hit the Astros like four or five times. I mean, I don't know what, what else to, to, to say, but fans aren't going to be there that can boo. Yeah, I know that's true, too. That so hurts. that kind of takes a lot out of it right now. I mean, what do you want to open up the phone lines and have someone go, yeah, Arnie, I'm a time yeah, listener. Yeah, you're the right, Astros Arnie. Suck. Can't wait. Take that. I mean, is that, what, is that what you need here in order to be I kind of uh, do some hate? Okay. I do right. need some hate. I mean, I don't need hate on the phones, but I need hate at the game. You know, people <laughs> booing and say you're cheating and hold up the signs and say, you know, try, try to win it fair this time. And, you know, give me some of that. That's what sports is about. I wonder, I wonder if when you're, well, let's use Los Angeles as an example. Are you, as a fan then, allowed to say, buy your cutout and, I don't know, do something different with it than just your dopey face? I mean, can you potentially? I know offense, guys. It's great. But, I mean, y'all have Just the same dopey stupid. Face. I mean, everyone has the same stupid looking pose. Oh, hey. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. What do you so, want, like I a mean, cell phone holding up to your ear or something like that? Well, I meant maybe, you know, you have a sign and or, or, or they can they can have you holding a sign. It's the middle face. finger. 
something. I don't think we could get away with the middle finger. I'm trying to keep it somewhat family friendly yeah. because I I did have to explain. You know, not a lot of people use this very much, but there is the where you can take your arm and, and pound it into your elbow area and lift your right arm up. I had gave that to someone in traffic waiting at a stoplight the other day, and I had to explain to my daughter what it is. So I don't Arnie, even know what I, that is. You know, it's up yours. Know. Yeah. Oh, okay. You've never done that? You never no, done I that? Just give you, the, I give the finger. Yeah, there's no. I'm, I'm I, old school. Well, that's not. This is an old school thing too. Where you kind of yeah. take your arm and you just give them that. I don't know why I did it. Like people could see it on radio. But let's get back to the point. Is baseball maybe saying that okay, you can't have anything other than cardboard cut out of faces? Because I would imagine there would be some people that would pay good money to maybe get some signs out there or something of that nature. If you want this hate rekindled, Arnie, if you want to see these people fired up, there's a good way to do it, right? Invest a little bit. Yeah, you know, I I, I could see that also. You know, do it something not? like. What'd you, what'd you say, Chris? Why not? Why not? Just go do it. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, I, is it baseball shutting it down? I don't. I don't know if they're shutting it down. I don't think they want to get too. I. I, I guess maybe they're hoping that we're going to have real fans pretty soon. You know what I mean? I. I, I guess maybe they're hoping that maybe in okay. a couple of weeks we start to get real fans out there. By the way, is it like once, uh, once a week where people have to remind us that Alex Rodriguez and J Lo are married? Is that kind of the thing? Is, he, is it him that has more birthdays than anyone that I know, or is it J-Lo that just seems to have incessant birthdays nonstop? But they just they had some sort of celebration for Alex Rodriguez in studio, and there was no social distancing going on. So of go get him, not. Corona Bros. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, I, well, you got me off kilter, though, here, Arnie, yeah. on this disdain for the Astros and this frustration with nobody really giving the business to Houston Though, in all honesty, I don't know how we're going to do that unless they let us just buy signs instead of our cardboard cutouts. It, goes to w- show you, it just shows you how important the fans are uh, to a rivalry like this or a, a big weekend or a big series like this. I want to go a little bit more local for you. Um, wh- why, why are Boston fans so bent about Mookie Betts signing long-term with the Dodgers? What, what's going So, give you, for instance, Tom Werner. The, uh, I mean, you're talking about one of the big dogs with the Boston Red Sox. I mean, this is a guy that when you start talking about someone who is in a decision maker's position, he's the Red Sox chairman. And in one way, I kind of dug these comments, but in another angle, I was like, what, what, what are we, what are we doing? Here? I'll play this for you just real quick. When people yeah. are partying in Los Angeles, I just want to remind Los Angeles, because, you know, I come from Los Angeles and I spend the winters there, that in the last 20 years, Los Angeles has won zero World Series and the Red Sox have won four. So I've got nothing to be complaining about regarding our past. And we think that uh, we made the right decision at the time. So, I mean, great. And you beat the Dodgers, you know, you, you, you took them out. But I, I don't I don't know, Arnie, why why is Boston acting so bent? Because the Dodgers were able to keep Mookie long term whenever hold on, let me check my notes here. You traded him to them. So why are they acting all of a sudden outraged? I mean, you and I joked last week, well, you took it serious, about Mookie Betts liking some teammates or ex teammates in Boston's right. Instagram. 
pictures. Why Why are Red Sox fans all up in arms? Why am I saying, oh, Mookie flied out at his first at bat. Great investment, Dodgers. I mean, I, what, what's going on? Here? He got $350 million. The Red Sox had offered him $300 million, and he said, no, 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 no. I want to taste free agency. I'm tasting free agency. There's nothing you could do. Say anything you could do that I'm not going to do free agency. Don't even worry about it. I'm doing free agency. Guess what? He didn't do free agency. He got $50 uh, million dollars more than you the were Red offering Sox, him. The Red Sox would have went ahead and upped their money to three fifty. The only problem is at the time, Mookie was thinking he was going to get four hundred and fifty and get Mike Trout-type numbers. I thought he was going to fall short maybe in the $400 million range. But because of COVID and all like likelihood stuff like that, um, he was offered three fifty. The Red Sox offered him three hundred. dollars what, about a year and a half ago. Uh, he could have taken that, and they would have certainly worked its way up. It wouldn't have. That was like their first offer. So he really just spit in the eye of not only to the Red Sox fans, but the city of Boston. Well, you know why he didn't want to sign no, no, here. No, no. I know why he didn't want to sign right. here. When right. you tell everybody that you want to go ahead and taste free agency and you don't do it, I think it's pretty evident. You know, that's like a girl saying, you ask her out, go, hey, will you go to the prom with me? Nah, I'm not going to go to the prom this year. I'm going to go ahead and stay home. Next year, you know, she's at the prom with some other guy. I don't think it'd have to be a genius to figure out what happened. I, okay, I'm not a genius. What happened? He didn't want to play in Boston because there you go. A- so quit crying, Red Sox fans. My gosh, he didn't want to be there. Not everyone wants to play in that god awful ballpark. Wow. He has an opportunity to go play in arguably one of the. I, I mean, listen. Let's let's just be honest. Los Angeles is a place where you can do so much more. I don't need your chairman talking gas. Congrats on your four championships. You're gonna you're gonna be awful this year. And I think worst team in baseball. Too, well, I don't know. I'm watching the Giants right now. They might be. Wow. Too. Uh, but I, I got to just I don't understand this. Even if I mean, this is a big thing that we go through as as Raider fans with Khalil Mack. You might say, well, he was going to test free agency and he didn't. You still traded him. You still decided to make that move. So you can't be mad whenever you decide to make that move. And maybe the free agent decision is made for him because he gets to a place where he's like, hell, this is a place I wanted to be. They treat me awesome. I wanted to be here. So. I'm not going back to Boston after 60 games like so many people thought was going to happen to begin with. Why Why is this such a hard thing to understand and accept? Well, a lot of Red Sox fans did think that it was a po- I actually thought it was a possibility when he started liking stuff from, um, you know, the Red Sox team. He liked it. It seemed like he liked it out here, but he really kept saying he wanted to taste free agency. Um, maybe because of the uh, COVID, he said, I better take my money now and, and take the $350 million. I think he probably left about $50 million on the table, but what can you do under these situations? Wait, you think he left $50 million I don't know, I should rephrase that. I don't think he left. I think he lost out on $50 million plus because of what happened with the virus. Oh, well, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of people that have lost out on money because of the virus. But I, I think if this didn't happen, he would have gotten about $420 million. Really? Yeah, he would have been right up there with, with Mike Trout. Huh, interesting. Well, I will say this much. Uh, to everyone who had, and it's it's so funny to me. This is what cracks me up. He's amazing. He's coming back to Boston. This is a get, this is a sixty day rental. Suck it, Dodger fan. We're gonna have him and Verdugo in the outfield, and we're gonna dominate. To then he signs long term and stays with the Dodgers. It becomes well, he's not all that anyway. I mean, we got guy. I I I've never really understood that as a sports fan because 
you set it up. I mean, it, as as a fan of that team, you set yourself up to be in the position where you created this vision of greatness and this idea that he only wants to play for you. Arnie, that's just not the case. Right. He went somewhere else. He has, he's having a blast. He's playing okay. We're only three games, four games into the season. He didn't want to be there anymore, right? And you know what was Move pretty on. evident? That the Red Sox were going to go and have problems pitching anyway. So uh, he might have saw the writing on the wall. He was lucky. He's lucky to be out of Boston right now. <laughs> Oh, oh, and uh, yeah, I, I, I do, I do know the Dodgers haven't won a title since 1988. So guess what? Not only can the Red Sox talk trash on the Dodgers, but so can the Cardinals. I think the Twins have had a World Series title since the Dodgers have won a title. I, the Royals have. So there's a lot of teams that can talk trash on the Dodgers. Well, my what? Dodgers get it this year. I promise you that. We have Mookie Betts. You don't. So you, it's funny how Red Sox fan, that was the, oh, Mookie's going to come back. Now all of a sudden he's with the Dodgers and he sucks. So, yeah, I guess that's just how this thing goes. Uh, a lot of good tweets rolling in. You can hit us up throughout the program at Plank Show at Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N Genius in the number one. Are you, by the way, when you go on your local show, do you pander to the Red Sox fans and tell them how bad you feel for them and how Mookie wronged them? I can see you right now. Oh, no, no, is, not at all. How dare Mookie no, do this? How dare no. he? I, I told them it's a spit in your eye, man. I go, you, this is what you get. You deserve it. Um, you know, and really, it comes down to is Boston um, a tough place to play, especially for black athletes, because it does have that reputation, you know? Uh, I asked in the opening segment, if you could change one thing about the start of the Major League Baseball season or how the presentation is going, what could it, what would it, and what should it be? Paul writes to at Plank Show at Stinking Genius One, if I could change one thing, I would have Andrew Cuomo use eminent domain and declare the Blue Jays New York State's property and keep them in Buffalo forever. It's funny. I love it. I love because it. Because last week, you and I thought they were going to be playing in Pittsburgh. Lo and behold, a week later, they're in Buffalo. And I don't know. I mean, you would have to think that some of the people in the Blue Jays organization is a little bit upset about how this played out. But, you know, Arnie, in the end, they, they land in a place. We'll see if they end up getting fans Chris, there. And when they do, it's going to be crazy. That uh, stadium was built, I don't know how many years, 20, 25, 30 years ago. I don't even know. Um, to lure a Major League Baseball team to the city of Buffalo. They never got it, but here they are because of the stadium. They're going to go ahead and get their Major League team, even if it's for a short time. So I, I actually enjoy that. I If there were, if, if you were allowed in the stands, you know, if, if it was fans allowed, I actually think that they'd be sold out. And the um, Buffalo fans would have been going, even though the you know the border's not open. I think there's a lot of people in Buffalo that would have gone to the games to check it on out. I think you're right, man. We got so many more to get to, but we got to take a break because Todd Furman's coming up next. We keep it rolling. Uh, I did find this interesting. Nature Boy writes, I have one minor complaint. I don't think I saw enough cardboard cutouts uh, of of people of color in the state. Well, I didn't notice saying. that. Yeah. Uh, interesting perspective on that. We'll dive That's into maybe point. some things that need to be changed. We're watching the Dodgers and the Giants. And Do you see any kids in the cardboard cutout? I haven't even noticed that. Just a couple, not many at all. Yeah. Dodgers, Giants, tied in one. We're in the top of the sixth inning. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we'll find out how closely and how intently the uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Todd Furman, is watching tonight's game. Does he have action? And did he finally get his DirecTV installed? We'll find out together next on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote the more trash i talk on the giants the better they get arnie I know, they're uh, they, killing me. They take the lead in the bot on top of the sixth inning as we head to the bottom of the sixth. The Dodgers trailing the Giants now two to one as we welcome you back. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Let's head to Vegas right now. Our buddy Todd Furman joins Woo. us. Always love talking with Todd. Uh, I like having these nine o'clock starts central time, what, uh, seven o'clock Pacific time. Todd, I think this is fun getting sports back. What are the first few days of baseball been like for you? Definitely not the worst-case scenario. Anytime we get live sporting events that goes into the evening hours, it uh, feels like a nice reminder of what life used to be like way back in March. So having a full weekend of baseball, uh, I kind of joked on social media, this was the first weekend where I felt like it was part of summer because you had baseball throughout the course of the day. You're feeling a sense of urgency from these teams. And what's been interesting is that you've seen some of the teams uh, that a lot of people expected to be at the bottom of the barrel show some bite, whether it's the Detroit Tigers taking a couple of games from the Cincinnati Reds or the Baltimore Orioles doing the same thing against the Boston Red Sox. I think a lot of these teams are figuring out who they are. They just better get it done quickly, even with an expanded playoff, because every game means that much more. You know, Todd, I saw the ratings for the first baseball game, Yanks, Nats. It was through the roof, obviously, up 232%. Gambling-wise, this is kind of like the perfect storm. Um, obviously, uh, NBA is coming back, plus they're having these staggered starts. How much more gambling is going to be on the NBA because you're going to, and the NHL because you're going to have starts throughout the whole day instead of like a whole bunch at either 4.30 or, or 7.30, you know? Oh, you're going to see a ton, Arnie. I mean, when you talk about the NBA, uh, day games in baseball seem to be few and far between, at least from what we've grown accustomed to in the past. But at the same time, you're going to have the NHL with their staggered start time. With so many people working from home, you'd have to think the majority have at least the TV or streaming capabilities in their office. 
So what better way than to try and buy the time when you're listening in on those boring conference calls than betting 20 <laughs> or 30 bucks on live sporting events throughout the course of the day. So bookmakers and the casinos, as far as sports betting is concerned, are really optimistic uh, about what the next six to eight weeks plus are going mm. to look like. You walk through the sports books, they may feel like ghost towns, but that's because a lot of people have transferred their wagering to their mobile apps instead. Mm. Todd, have we seen anything in the first couple of days of the NBA exhibition or preseason or whatever we want to call this or ramp up? Uh, and then, of course, the first few days of the Major League Baseball season that has kind of changed your perspective on anything, or is it still, even though we're going into sprint mode here, is it still entirely too early? I think you don't want to. Uh, you want to do everything you can to avoid hitting the pan uh, this early in the season. We haven't seen starters go real deep into games. Now, of course, the injury or strained forearm, whatever you want to call it, with Justin Verlander, a little bit more disconcerting. But if you're the Houston Astros, I think in the back of your mind, you're going with the expanded playoff format. All we care is about having JV healthy when the games mean more, not necessarily taking him on the road to go pitch against the Texas Rangers. So you'll see interesting philosophies take place. Gabe Kapler, I know, has been widely criticized for how short a leash he's had with his starting pitchers. Johnny Cueto kind of speaking out about that on opening day. We saw Blake Snell just easing back into things. Corey Kluber only goes one inning today. So this has the feel of April games with much higher stakes. Todd, didn't, didn't the uh, first um, day of the restart in the NBA, those preseason games, go 6-0 and on the under or something like that? Isn't that the play now? And uh, did, did, Vegas, did Vegas not adjust the odds for the 10-minute quarter games or what? They did uh, make tweaks on those particular totals. And when you look at those numbers, that's why a lot of them were in the 180s. It's a lot more of a summer league mentality. But as you go through and look at some of the totals today, obviously getting adjusted up. But you still have had a rash of unders. You know me, Arnie. I never like to make some of those blanket generalizations. And odds makers are going to be dynamic in their pricing. So I think it's as soon as you think you've outsmarted the yep. folks whose job it is to try and price up these totals or sides, inevitably there's going to be a market shift. The same thing we saw in Major League Baseball. Our favorites went 8-1 and one over the first 16 games. If you blind, at, at minus 170 or greater, if you blindly bet against them over the last 48 hours, you'd have profited quite handsome. Todd, today we had a trade in the NFL, or I guess yesterday we did, and and we have reacted to it for the better part of 24 hours. I dig it because it it almost is is like it's been a real football and a real on-the-field conversation, and it's a reminder that we're actually getting close to being able to have on-the-field conversations. Jamal Adams to the Seahawks. Did it do much for you as far as win totals or anything of that nature? It changes the way you're going to handicap the Seahawks a little bit. In my opinion, uh, they go out and they address a position that they really haven't had answered since Earl Thomas was 100%, and they're starting to put together that Legion of Boom-type mentality. We know Pete Carroll places such an emphasis on having a secondary that he can trust, guys he can put on an island that can go out there and pop a little bit. Clearly, they gave up uh, what I thought was a bit of a rich price with two first-round picks and Bradley McDougal for a player that openly said – the Jets don't value his contributions, and the Jets still don't lose anything. So credit to Joe Douglas there. I think Seattle becomes you know, even better. They were going to be a team to beat in the NFC. Meanwhile, the Jets are poised to start building for the future, and I think you get one of the dissenting voices out of the locker room. We clearly saw the Twitter spat between Lavian Bell and Jamal Adams that Jamal was integral in recruiting Lavian and then ultimately bolts for greener pastures. Shouldn't I be running to the window to bet the under in the Jets win, uh, Jets win uh, total or, or what? I think their schedule doesn't set up all that favorably, but I'm not nearly as anti-Jets as a lot of people out there. Win total around 6.5 at Fox Bet. I think Sam Darnold in another year in Adam Gase's system can make strides. 
you look at the Jets and how they played down the stretch when they were healthy, a much different football team than one that had to trot out Luke Falk and a variety of other non-NFL caliber starting quarterback talent, in my opinion. I think the Jets are going to be an interesting team to keep tabs on. It wouldn't be whatsoever if they go into Orchard Park, New York, week one and give the Bills all they can handle and then some. Todd, how are you feeling about college football right now? Are you liking the moves up to, to zero week for a couple of games? And by the way, this is the these are two games that have been moved up, the Oklahoma and Kansas game. There's going to be two more games out of the Big 12 that will be moved up. Or are you liking trying to get going early or no? I think if it's schools feel comfortable that players are going to be in a position where their conditioning's up to speed, they've seen live hitting, and you're not throwing sheep to the wolves, then I have no problem trying to get games out of the way early on, making sure that you have contingency plans for bye weeks later in the season. I know the Pac-12 announced that they're not going to get going until September 19th. Uh, the rumblings I've heard from some people at Notre Dame is that they're trying to schedule Arkansas for their season opener. So I give college football programs some credit that they've gone through trying to at least assemble a calendar that they think can give them the opportunity to play. If that season ultimately unfolds in its entirety, remains anybody's best guess. But the only thing that we can do is be optimistic and hope that the universities are doing everything and then some to protect their players, coaching staff, and administrators. Look, Todd, we don't want to see anybody get sick. Obviously, we wish everybody the best of health. But when we find out something, don't we have to take advantage of the news? What's going on um, with the Marlins? They said they're not going to leave tonight. They imagine leave tomorrow and arrive before their next game or something. I They play the Orioles. Should I be betting against them? I guess is what I'm asking. <laughs> Well, I'll say one thing. You're going to definitely want to check the starting lineups each and every day. And we've seen a number of pitchers already scratched the day of. Uh, Jeff Samarjo was supposed to go game two for the Giants. Hasn't pitched yet this season. Clayton Kershaw on opening day. Yep, we saw yep. Juan Soto not available. Uh, you've seen a number of Reds. Mike Moustakis amongst them put on the IL. Nick Stenzel said he wasn't feeling well. I think it's just important that these teams and franchises make sure that they have their protocols in place that they're not taken aback when a player decides he's sick or not feeling well early in the morning. They quickly test, quarantine, and allow everybody else to participate in, in a safe environment. But this is the world we live in, unfortunately. It's not going away anytime soon. And if people out there believe as such or want to think otherwise, where they fall on the political spectrum with this particular virus, athletes and everybody that's surrounded by this virus needs to do everything in their power to try and protect themselves day in, day out. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I'm here because I ask the hard-hitting questions, and wow. I've got to ask the questions that everyone wants answered because I'm living the same thing you are, Todd. Has your DirecTV guy shown up yet, <laughs> and do you have service? You know, I'm not sure if you guys are big Seinfeld fans, but there was an episode where Kramer's trying to deal with the cable guy, and the cable guy doesn't show up. Kramer says, you know, I'm going to call you, and I'm going to start coming to you. Uh, I've had now missed appointments. It boiled over today, Chris, that they told me that they came to my residence and that there was nobody home. Keep in mind, my girlfriend and some of my family members were here having brunch. Never heard the doorbell ring. Never heard the dog go bonkers. Then I actually get through to dispatch, and they say, oh, that's fine. We'll look to reschedule. I have somebody apparently show up at my door at 3 o'clock because they left a flyer on the door when nobody was home. Oh, so funny. AT&T and DirecTV better be thankful that they have a monopoly on Sunday ticket because they know they have me handcuffed there. They tell me Tuesday morning is going to be the day. Let's hope lucky number seven at least gets hey, it settled because August 1st and the resumption of NHL and NBA is right around the corner. You Todd, where are you on a Seinfeld list of one to ten? How big of a fan are you? I'm just curious. Oh, I'm I'm at about a nine point eight, nine point well, nine, Arnie. Todd, don't don't you realize this? You remember the couple Beth and Arnie? 
Uh, I do remember the couple, Beth and Arnie. My wife's name is Beth. Are you if trying to say they're named here, after Chris, you? Chris, I'm going to get the storyline here that th- those characters were based on Arnie, and I'm going to have to call his bluff right now. I, no, don't call my bluff because, uh, matter of fact, Larry David's a big sports radio fan. I was in L.A., um, also at the time, I'm telling you, that's exactly what he did. I'm not kidding around. What is too much I'm of a co- remember, remember Artie has a, yeah, remember Artie has a temper. Artie yells a lot. They were trying to adopt a baby. I was having a baby at that time. Well, hey, you know what? That'll be your biggest claim to fame, Artie. And so <laughs> next time I watch, I'm going to say I inspiration behind the character for Beth and Arnie out there on Long Island. <laughs> I get to talk to him every Sunday night. Well, Todd, you and I are Tuesday Thanks, bros when it comes to DirecTV. So good luck, buddy. Have a great week. Always a pleasure, guys. Stay safe out there and can't wait to catch up again next Sunday. Thanks, yeah, we'll Todd. We'll do it. Arnie and Plank brought to you in part by Blue Emu. Maximum pain relief works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, and even arthritis. There is no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. All right. Arnie, I don't know if there's a show that you're not tied to in some way, shape, or Wow. Beth and Arnie, come on now. That was an easy one. Steve DeSager comes rolling in to the Geico Fox Sports It's like if there was a a character named DeSager, I'd give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, that would be news. And I'm sitting at a news desk. (laughs) That would be news. Uh, By the way, they're going to the seventh inning at Dodger Stadium, and the Giants are leading 2-1 over L.A., trying to split the four-game series to start the regular season. We do have an update on Red Sox lefty Eduardo Rodriguez. This is a guy yeah. who went 19-6 and six last season for Boston. Doctors, according to AP, found an issue with his heart that could be linked to his grueling bout with coronavirus. Rodriguez said an MRI revealed a condition called myocarditis, inflammation of the heart muscle. That is usually due to a viral infection. Rodriguez's doctors told him that 10 to 20 percent of people who have had COVID-19 have also been diagnosed with this inflammation of the heart. Rodriguez had said the coronavirus had hit him particularly hard, making him feel 100 years old, end quote. Boston was in action again at home today, and Baltimore beat them again, 7-4. to The Orioles took two of three over the Red Sox today. Jose Iglesias, four hits. We mentioned last night Seattle Mariners had lost 15 straight against Houston head-to-head. They beat them 7-6 in Houston today. As the Strohs left a man on second to end the game, Alex Bregman struck out. The starter was Zach Greinke. He lasted just three and a third innings, three (laughs) runs allowed. And pitcher for Houston, Justin Verlander, will miss at least two weeks with a forearm strain. Colorado got two home runs from Trevor Story, save number two for Wade Davis in a 5-2 win at Texas. For the Rangers, new starter of theirs, Corey Kluber, left after one inning. Shoulder tightness the problem. The Cubs took two of three from Milwaukee, beat the Brewers 9-1 today. The Brewers' offense went three for 29 Christian Yelich 0 for 4 and 3 strikeouts. And at St. Louis, an L for the Cards. 5 hits for the offense, 10 strikeouts. And Pittsburgh beat the Cardinals 5-1. to Atlanta tonight, 14-1 to over the Mets in New York. It was uh, two Sunday night games. That's why the Dodger game at home didn't start until after 10 p.m. Eastern time. So they're going to the 7th. 2-1 San Francisco. There is a doubleheader of MLS tonight on FS1. They've started the knockout stage of their month-long tournament. This is outdoors next to the basketball arena as the NBA is using at the Disney Complex. New York City FC 
a 3-1 winner to eliminate Toronto. And right now, 65th minute, Vancouver still in a scoreless tie with Sporting KC. Doubleheader tomorrow night on FS1 as well in this tournament, and that includes in the round of 16 LAFC against defending champion Seattle. Each MLS team had played two games by mid-March when the season was suspended due to the pandemic. After this MLS's back tournament concludes, the league has planned to continue its regular season with a revised schedule in the usual home markets. We'll see. No NASCAR Cup race this weekend. Next Sunday's race at New Hampshire is due to allow some fans to attend with assigned spread out seating, no cash transactions. In the NHL, and again, hockey playoffs start this weekend. And the Coyotes general manager, John Chaka, resigned today. He was disappointed in team ownership. The team then sent out a press release (laughs) announcing simply that he quit. They used that word. Boy, I don't know what's... There's another story in there somewhere. This ex-GM of the Arizona Coyotes is apparently, in a few days, might come through with some details. But interesting. Back to you. Ah, Thanks to Sager as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right. Uh, you want to get some tweets in here? Yeah, oh, definitely. We got a lot of good tweets rolling into the show tonight. I, I will say I was, I was reading the top 100 list has started to leak out. Uh, well, I can't say leak out. I mean, teams are announcing which players are going to be in the first 25 that are laid out there. Um Josh Allen, 87th. Does that surprise you that Josh Allen would be considered a top 100 player in the NFL? It goes to show you how many crappy players there must be in the in the NFL then, huh? <laughs> I do like the stat that's thrown around where if you compare Mitch Trubisky's numbers to Josh Allen over the last two seasons, uh, Trubisky has more passing yards, one more touchdown, two fewer interceptions, a higher completion rate, a better QB rating, uh, and actually a better win-loss record, but yet he's viewed as a massive bust. But Josh Allen is a top 100 player in the league. I don't know. Is that new math or something like that? Because it's certainly, I, I would have said the same thing, that it's all Allen. I, I'm not a Trubisky fan at all. He looks like a damn deer in the headlights every time I'm watching him. So I, I would have said the same damn thing. Yeah, top 100, Josh Allen. Anyway, I, I'll try to come to grips with that. No, Where's Paul, Tua on that list? Is he top 50 yet? Oh, number one. Number That's one, what I, figured. I That's think, what for I was two figuring. is what you're going to end up with. Uh, here, here's a couple. Paul writes, if Notre Dame is looking to schedule Arkansas, why not schedule Ball State or Northern Illinois? Same competition, just less travel. You're going to have to I, agree with that, I think. I think you're right. Here's what's interesting <laughs> to me is in some of these games that will be rescheduled, it is going to be odd because you're not going to see travel taken into consideration. For instance, yeah, uh, TCU and Las Vegas are going to play. UNLV are going to play each other, and they're going to play uh, apparently in the new Allegiant Stadium. That's not a short trip for either. Well, it's it's a short trip for UNLV. But that's not a short trip for anything from Fort Worth, especially for TCU football. The other one, Oklahoma State, it's going to move up to week zero. They're going to play Colorado State, according to some things I've heard. Arnie? Uh, Stillwater, Fort Collins, not real close to each other. So I'm a little bit perplexed by some of the geography in this. I'll give you another for instance. Yes, Ohio State shut down their game with Oregon. That's a long trip. But, you know, they're still going to play Penn State, and they're still going to play Maryland. 
but I know that's hard to say to take geography out of it, but they're trying to put themselves, at least from what I've been told in the conference only, in situations they can control. I don't know what to tell you about TCU and UNLV when it comes to geography. Well, that's not that much. I mean, that's not that. You make it sound like that's a cross-country trip or something like that. I, You know, I thought there was going to be uh, you know, a lot more or excuse me, a lot less travel, and I'm wondering maybe if it's not so much for this year, but for years to come, that's what the new scheduling is going to be. That's why I'm hoping Oklahoma's not Stucking Arizona because we're pretty close okay. to a proximity. I'm stop for and, and, a second here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you consider a long trip? Like Rutgers having to play uh, UCLA. <laughs> well, then the only trip that you're going to say is a long trip is a coast to coast trip. Fort Worth, Texas is 1,800, or actually, excuse me, 1,900 miles from Las Vegas. If we're minimizing travel, how can you say, oh, that's not a long trip? Okay, you can not seem that long. I'm playing look- Arizona all you want. Fine, whatever. We'll smoke your ass. But, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to try to tell me that Fort Worth is not, it's not a long trip to Las Vegas, you're, you're, you're crazy. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm looking at the map. Didn't seem that long on the map. It's like, boom, boom, you're there. You're flying there. Um, I don't know. It, it, it seemed like, what was it, like a couple-hour flight or something like that. But for the most Every part, Chris, you're not, gonna, you're, you're, you're not going to see the cross-country trips is, is what I was making my big point that you know you, you can't see stuff like that that's going to be by the wayside and i think it's going to happen in college basketball also j-lo uh, this is from lou riley who points this out and this is my mistake from earlier i like to correct my mistakes j-lo and a-rod are actually still engaged they postponed their 2020 summer wedding oh uh, thus they're still waiting eagerly to you okay. know hop into bed so there's so, still a chance you're saying that i guess so arnie okay. uh okay. jamie writes i haven't seen any cardboard cutouts looking down down at their phones, hashtag make it real. That would be See, I good. suggested that too, have some of that going on. Uh, and then this one, I, this kind of threw me off a little bit, but it was a really good point. Arnie, why are you so critical on Sweet Lou? He's just going out to get some coffee with the guys. Yeah, Arnie, he's just <laughs> going to have some coffee with the guys. What are you doing? My God, I want to apologize to Lou <sighs> Williams. I, when, you, when you need to have wings, you need to have wings. Who am I to say you can't go? <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. It's funny that everyone likes to make the joke about it, and it's a good joke, but at the core of it, it's what's going to end up costing us sports in the end. It really is. All right. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's dive into the move to zero week or week zero, whichever way you look at it, and a major gaffe, a major mistake yesterday by one of the sports leaders. We'll bring you details next on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. Pedro Baez has been around for so long. He pitched with Oral Hershiser in 88, right? I mean, that's that's how long this dude has been around. Oh, my gosh. Social and, Security. He, uh, he keeps showing up on the roster. Giants have opened up a 3-1 lead in the top of the seventh as we welcome you back to Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. And we say hello to the third member of the crew. And there's four, five, six, seven, thousands of members behind the scenes making this possible. But Steve DeSager grabs the mic and he joins us now. What's going on, Steve? No, it was Pedro Baez who was introduced to Dodger fans in that gag of a series against the Cardinals in the playoffs of 2014. Remember when they had no good bullpen, so Mattingly just left Clayton Kershaw in there for hit after hit? (laughs) And it was, I mean, it was literally like five hits in a row and they finally pull him. And who'd they bring in? Pedro Baez, Pedro Baez, he gives up a two-run homer. They lost ten to nine. So, <laughs> good times. He's coming off a great season, and there Gosh, you go. This is his sixth season, then a fifth or seventh season with the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, he, 
Ugh. Good anyway, fastball. He's, he's by the way, way, way to pick on the right now. Way to pick on the Giants saying that they're garbage and they're about to to beat us. Up three one at Dodger Stadium. Us. Top look of the seventh. You us not yeah. looking good for the Dodgers <laughs> right now. By the way, all thirty major league baseball teams played today, and the longest start by a pitcher was six and a third innings. So according to stats. Never happened before. That's right. It's the first time in Major League history that every yeah. team was in action on a given day and not a single starting pitcher went seven innings. Huh, I did the research that? on that. Okay, seventh inning stretch at Dodger Stadium, 3-1 San Francisco. Did any of you see any of the TBS baseball game? They had Yankees comeback win against Washington. A lot of us have been trying to watch sports with the added crowd noise. Various right. sports, various channels. I mean, it started with the European soccer when it was on here, and FS1 was adding crowd noise. Unfortunately, at the beginning, it was it was noise. It didn't match, actually, the game on the field, but nice try. Anyway, I didn't hear... A single channel actually do it well in any sport until yesterday. It happened to be the Fox-Cubs game where, you know, when the home team struck out, you got the O from the crowd. Or when a dribbler made it into left field for a single, as soon as it cleared the infield, you got the cheers. I mean, it was really well done. And then you had TBS today, which was just a disaster. I mean, for starters, they had double audio at home plate. So you'd hear the fastball being caught by the catcher and it would be or you'd hear the foul ball and it would be click, click. And then you could also hear the local radio announcer in the background calling live the same play that the TBS announcers were as the TV guys were sitting in the Atlanta studio. The crowd sound was cutting out in the early innings, so here they're trying to add it to the game, and then there's just complete and total silence at some points. You're getting cheers when the home team is making an out. It was just TBS, get it together or don't do it at all for crying out loud i just it's one of those i'm gonna pull an arnie here it's one of those where i hear it i say you know i could have done that today i could have had that job (laughs) exactly cry it out loud what was going on okay as far as the uh sports ratings on tv this weekend wnba opened on abc yesterday and got over a half million viewers which for them is great their largest opening weekend audience since the summer of 2012 of course, the Major League opener, we've talked often on the Sunday night shows how it's very rare that ESPN's gotten one million for any program it has aired the last four months, with the notable exception of the Michael Jordan documentaries and the NFL draft. Aside from that, not a lot. Well, they got four million for the Yankees opener on Thursday night, and that was a rain delayed game and a rain shortened game. Last night, it was uh, Fox up against the NBA's big uh, two hour preview show on ABC. That got, on ABC, the basketball show got about 750000 The Fox baseball with the Yankees got about $2.4 million last oh, night. Jeez. Well, we have the updates on the Reds as well as the Marlins, because we mentioned earlier in the show that Miami, which got a win at Philadelphia today, 11-6, the Marlins now have had four players test positive for COVID-19 in the past week. That included the guy who was supposed to start today, Jose Urania, was scratched from the start. The Marlins are going to wait until tomorrow to fly out of Philadelphia for tomorrow night's home opener. Miami 2-1, and one, by the way. And the Reds this weekend had an infielder, Matt Davidson, test positive for COVID-19, and now today, Mike Mustafa an infielder has been placed on the injured list and Nick Sensel of the Reds was scratched from the lineup as well before the series finale today. Moustakis and Sensel, quote, not feeling well. Minnesota's Nelson Cruz, I read, had the most home runs of any batter in the past decade. 
Wow. He had, I believe, three and three games this weekend to start this season. Two homers, seven RBIs today as Minnesota won 14-2 over the White Sox. I think he's about 40 years old, too. And Nelson Cruz was four for five, four runs scored. But there's a DH spot, which the National League and the Players Union have coveted, especially the Players Union, because it means another job for people like Nelson Cruz instead of a two million dollar reliever way down in the bullpen you could get a 12 million dollar job for for a dh so this year we get expanded playoffs we might get something like that soon this year we get dh in both leagues we certainly might get that soon great stuff steve when we come back to the geico fox sports radio studios i promise more of your tweets and more on the nfl next with arnie and plank on fox sports radio this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Uh, let's go. Final hour. Let's go. Stinking genius. I'm just we looking to see what off. they have. I'm just looking to see what they I fill in uh, for Rob Parker. Let me see. Monday, Ephraim Salam. That's not me. Tuesday, George Reister. That's not me. Wednesday, it's got to be me. No, Jason McIntyre. Mm. Thursday's got to be me. No, they got Jonas Knox. Where are you seeing this list at? Friday, Aaron Torres. At least you got well, a list. How could, how, how could they forget about me? How, how there's not me on this list there. Did you do the hot seat with them and they got mad yeah, at you or something? Yeah, that's the problem. I've done the hot seat like four or five times. I'm four, five, and oh, and I know wow. they complain. Um, I've talked, I talked about this last night. I know they complained to the boss about me. Like, you know, Parker's like, we can't have him on the show anymore. He's just killing us. And, you know, Brissard's like, yeah, he's just too much. He's killing us. 
That's a very uh, interesting <laughs> impersonation. Kind of thank spot you. on there. Thank you. Thank you. You, thank you, you seem upset. I mean, don't you feel like you had enough? You got a show on Saturday. You got a show on Sunday. Yeah, you well, were on you with know, Mike Harmon a few weeks ago. I mean, what, what do you want? Like every shift now or something? <laughs> Gosh, let let some other people eat, Arnie. What, yeah, you were filling in, right? You filled in yesterday. Yeah, I did, and it was yeah. fun. I love that time slot, that nine a to noon show Central Time. Uh, I, that's whenever I'm I'm busy and I'm driving. I'm usually on the air during the week, so I'm I'm kind of fighting myself on Saturdays. We're like, ooh, what am I supposed to do? So I like listening to Jason's show. So it was fun to fill in. I will say, yeah, I I, I find it very frustrating. I'll, I'll touch on this real quick. We're, we're watching the Dodgers game. Giants lead it three to one in the eighth. We've got uh, – I've actually – we've got a trip to the locker room coming up later. I mean, we've got highlights to play after buy or sell, but I, I find it frustrating that everything still somehow becomes political. For instance, last night, I, I cannot pretend to you that I understand the uh, the planned protests in the WNBA or that I follow them or anything of that nature, but when ESPN puts out a tweet that says that two professional sports teams – walked off the court right. in the middle of the national anthem as part of their protest. I mean, yeah. I got to be honest with you, Arnie. When I first saw that, I thought, wow. Now there's, you know, kneeling, and we understand the, the, the reasoning behind it, and I know how you feel about protesting in your work uniform, if you will. But when I saw that, I thought, that is, wow, was the only thing that I could come up with. And then to find out that they left it up for hours upon hours upon hours, only to find out that it wasn't true, yeah. that, that the teams had left the court well before the anthem even started. I mean, that to me is, that's like baiting people. It really I, is. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. You know, there, there's there's one thing is when you throw out teases in TV or radio and you want the people to stick around. So you'll exactly. say, big trade. Wait to hear about this. A quarterback got traded and it's a second stringer. You know, no yeah. harm, no foul on, on that or, or anything like well, that. This is very, very misleading. Yeah, you're very guilty of that, but very, very misleading here. But my question is this, Chris. Um, so what difference would have it made if it was during the anthem or not? It's not about the song, right? Isn't that what we're told thousands and thousands of times anyway? So um, what difference does it mean, uh, it make a difference if they left before the song, during the song, or after the song, if it's not really about the song and, you know, they're protesting other injustices? You, you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. But I think there is a stark difference between saying, hey, we weren't on the court. Right. We weren't there to say, to make it appear, which is exactly what they did, as if as here's what the tweet said. As the national anthem was played, the Liberty and Storm walked off the floor as part of the social justice uh, justice initiative. And by the way, I work a lot with Holly Rowe. It takes some uh, wavos to basically call out your own company and say, hey, this isn't right. And you've got it incorrect. I mean, Holly finally probably got done grinding, and when she got back and saw the tweet, I mean, it had nearly 9 million views, Arnie. Wow. It had been retweeted 15,000 times, and according to, I'm following this on Clay's website, Outkick, uh, Outkick.com, had climbed over 26,000 likes when they had the, and this is my biggest complaint, when they had the correction, it's the old toothpaste is out of the tube mentality. Only had 4,000 retweets and 20,000 likes. I mean, it's just... 
I understand what you're saying. Hey, what difference does it make? Right. But I think it paints it in a very different picture if it's, hey, the anthem was playing, they got up, and they walked out, as opposed to, hey, they weren't on the court when the anthem was being played. I just well, I found that to be an interesting little kind of parallel. I, I do, too. But if they're going to tell me kneeling or turning your back isn't disrespectful, then leaving before, during, or after, I'll have to say the same thing then, if it has to do uh, not about that. But before, as, though. You yes, can say right. you want you. you yeah. What do you mean? I mean, again, you're you're now falling for this, Arnie. You're getting hooked in. They weren't on the court when the anthem right. was being played. Right. Just right. like college right. football. That's what college right. football is. There's one team that I've been to that has players on the field when the anthem was played, and that was Ohio State. That's the only place I've ever were been. You, were you upset also because they said two professional teams, or that didn't bother you at all? Uh, I said two professional teams. Oh, okay. I'm sorry about yeah. that. I yeah, thought, yeah, no, I, yeah. I just did that to try to not make it seem as if I was uh, sliding the WNBA. Okay, on I gotcha. I, I'm Title IX plank on this show, so don't you do this to me right now, okay? <laughs> don't, don't you try to make me. My I, bad. I, I'm sorry I, about I sa- that. I said that. I said okay, that just okay. to kind of lay it out there. I'm, and again, I, I don't know. It, it, it was a hot topic on this station for a lot of the day on Friday, and then obviously for a majority of Saturday, then I think we all kind of hit a point where we stopped and said beyond just, I mean, the WNBA thing, completely on a side note here, more on the baseball and, and its protests and kind of what took place. I think we stopped at about noon yesterday and then the Jamal Adams trade hit. And we thought, hey, baseball's back. What are we doing? But I'm I'm just, I'm of that group where I I don't care. Just play baseball. If, if you want to protest, protest. I'm not going to get mad at you either way. I know that you feel like you shouldn't be allowed to if you're representing your, your business, and that's fine. Right. But I just I suck at these debates, and I'll be the first one to tell you, because I'm, I just don't care. Give me right. my sports. Give me my baseball. And I know people get mad at me and say, you should care. Should I? I mean, I, I just – this is – what I do is I hope that I provide an escape, and I hope that we provide an escape, Arnie. And when we get mad about these things – it sparks all kinds of emotions, and I'm like, well, I'm just mad that this dude that I've never heard of that's wearing number 75 for the Dodgers can't get a stinking out. That's what matters to me right now. But baseball really went above and beyond to show support for the protest over the last couple of days, and it'll be interesting to see the fallout from it. You know, I, I got to tell you, Chris, uh, years ago or a year or two ago, I can't already lost track of time. Um, if we would have seen this, I would have said, okay, well, I'm writing down the names. Who did that? Who did this? Who kneeled? Who turned their back? Now I, I can't. Even, I don't remember who did what, uh, who kneeled, who didn't kneel, who was the one guy that stood. Um, it, it makes no difference to me whatsoever. If you want to do it, do it. If you don't, don't. Um, it, it's certainly a, a different time than it was a couple of years ago. Uh, okay, Ralphie Boy has hooked me up at the or at underscore the Ralphie Boy. I guess Broussard had thrown out the list of I don't fillers. Know, how does Ralphie Boy have our schedule, but we don't have our schedule. I don't uh, well, know how I, that I, is. I, what happened is uh, Chris Broussard had thrown out the all-star cast. Is that what made you mad about this, that they put all-star cast and you weren't a part of this? Is that what Well, I thought for sure lies? once they said all-star cast, I felt, well, I've got to be filling in probably <laughs> at least three, maybe four days um, when they said, oh, I figured it was going to be me Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and give me gotcha. a break on Wednesday or something like that. Give you a day off so you can yeah, actually figure, That's what I was bit. thinking, yeah. Well, well, Ralphie asked a very good question beyond that uh, as we get back to sports. Because like I said, that's what we're here for. Thumbs up or thumbs down on the universal DH, Arnie, particularly in the National League? 
Oh, I, I'm I'm thumbs up. We don't need to see batters, excuse me, pitchers batting. Um, it, it it takes away from the game. It takes away from the runs scored. Um, they would have been. I mean, look, they're putrid anyway in, in hitting. Even though they're great hitters when they were younger. I'm for the universal DH. We need to have that. Uh, Lou Riley writes. Bernie Fratto noted last night that in the past ten years. No team pick to win the Major League Baseball title at single-digit odds has actually won it, including the Astros, who are at 17-1. to Boston was at 30-1. to And three times the Giants at 25, 20, and 20-1. to And six more playoff teams means some best-of-three series. So, Arnie, do you think some long shots are definitely a possibility in baseball this oh, year? Oh, I, I think it's a possibility, um, though I do expect, uh, you know, the cream to rise to the top and the Dodgers to still be there and the Yankees to build still be there and the, the Astros. There's going to be a few surprises, maybe make a run at things, but I, I don't think they'll win the whole thing. Though, if you're ever going to bet a long shot, now's the time to bet those long shots, um, not only in the NBA, baseball, and the NHL, too, or, or at least the, the hockey. I think there's going to be some long shots there. Mike writes, if a ball hits your cutout, they mail you the baseball. People are oh. actually paying to do it. It's a little sticky and hacky. I had to say that very slow. Yeah, very slow. But I do really care less about Fred from Minnesota's cutout. <laughs> yeah, you, you and your dopey picture on there. But if they're sending you the baseball, and I got I to gotta be honest with you, that is kind of cool. But this whole mindset of, hey, you pay and you get your, your picture in there. When I see like a Pedro Martinez cut out behind the Dodgers home plate, I'm kind of wondering, okay, w- w- what are we doing here? I mean, it, 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 can, can we not get enough fans to where ESPN is placing your our Major League Baseball Network or Fox or whomever is placing their cutouts there? Come on, man. Oh, I, I, by the way, I came I'm up so with a genius idea oh, last night. That, that Oh, there's no doubt in my mind it's going to get stolen. Um, the virtual fans, you know what I mean? Um, why not give them shirts that have advertising on it, like Nike or stuff like that, you know what I mean, where they're wearing a clothes with um, a message or advertising on it? I mean, how genius is that or what? Okay, now, now run that by me one more time so I can fully comprehend it again. Like and the make virtual sure. fans you see at the game. Right. They'll be wearing like Nike T-shirts or drink Coca-Cola or um, Chick-fil-A or something like that. You know what I mean? Okay. So in other words, you're not only getting the the visual of fans there, but you're getting your advertising dollars as well. Genius, isn't it? I think that's pretty genius, actually, which is why I would almost buy a cutout in prime territory and sell it to uh, somebody that might want their advertisement there why not hey that's going to be what's fascinating when we get into football arnie is they're going to have the areas behind the benches that are going to be blocked off where advertising can be sold you're seeing it in major league baseball listen you're going to lose money from ticket revenue but is there a chance that you know sports could actually end up making this lucrative whenever they're able to sell some of the advertising that hadn't been available to them before. Can you imagine trying to walk in and saying, look, we're going to give you advertising. They're going to constantly see your message. Um, and not only that, we just go to, went ahead and we're getting four million, three to four million people watching per game, which is up 200 to 230%. What do you think about them, Apples? Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they are going to get more for the advertising dollar. Um, Pete writes, and I think this is a really good point. Just like Verlander reportedly out for the season, 
now this WNBA story. Can we please get it right the first time? Whatever well, happened to having two sources, Pete in Oakland? I like. Well, you that, know, I, I get a lot of grief because locally, I, I I didn't break a story, but you know, I'm watching TweetDeck, you know, Twitter, and uh, came across that said Rick Flair died. So I repeated it on the air. Obviously, he's still alive. Well, we but, thought he was dead for a while, Arnie. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that, it came across on one of the reputable sites, and my co-host got mad at me. I go, "What do you want from me?" It's not like I'm reporting it. I'm just telling you when it comes across Twitter. Um, what am I supposed to do? Look for a second source before I read something like that? What's wrong with you? And then if you Google it, there's so many fake websites out there. Oh, yes. And then he's like, wait, hold on. Maybe maybe he didn't or did he? So, yeah, it's it's. It, I, I could understand. I fell for that one, too, because I thought we all thought he was gone. But anyway, yeah, I, I mean, again, we're in a situation now to where it's a mess. I mean, it really is. You're not able. I'm not sitting here trying to give a journalism class, but you're not able to get face-to-face with people like you once did. Everything is virtually. I'm to understand, Arnie, that even with the with the National Football League, as we get closer to the season, we're going to have tiers of people. And there's going to be that, that tier one, hypothetically, to where that's players, that's coaches. You're not getting access to that. And there might be a tier two to where – Eh, you know, team staff members, maybe directors of operations and, and, and people of that stature, but you're, 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 there's no way you're going to get near tier one people. There might be a few media people in tier three. It's going to get worse before it gets better because right now it's going to be hard to report on this, don't you think, in general? Well, the, the the baseball people are there. There's NBA reporters inside the bubble. So I would think they're getting good information. I, I, I don't Maybe. think they have to shuffle through all the minutia. They, you know, everything they hear has got to be some some but, good stuff. Wait okay. till the you know let the media back in. Then it's kind of this yeah. is one mistake we got to correct. It's not willy nilly. Just because they're in the bubble doesn't yeah. mean it's like a day to day conversation that they're having with these guys. Aren't that's it? true. That's there, true. So that's there's true. still those rules that are out there. And listen, I I know we're all tired of hearing the term social distancing, but. You know, the, the bottom line here is it's not as, as easy as it might sound. You're right. You it, it seems like it should be, but I don't think it is. Good point by Pete. I got more tweets to read. We're going to play buy or sell. Arnie's got games to actually pick. Yes, which I is do. Very exciting. Woo. And when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's talk about this slowly building plan to maybe start college football a little bit earlier. That's next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. Works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There is no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. We'll go to the ninth with the Giants. Look, the bases loaded. Who have been mocked incessantly by Arnie tonight. Lead the Dodgers 3-1. to one. Yeah, Dodgers love no, the my bases fault. loaded. Why do you do this? Hey, uh, real quick, before we uh, dive into a little buy or sell, there is a couple. I, I do want to extend an olive branch to Red Sox fans. At the very least, you got a pretty good haul for Mookie Betts. And I know that everyone had envisioned he's coming back after 60 games. But, you know, Verdugo had three hits today. Right. I don't know how good they're going to be. Jeter Downs, is, did he end up making the club or not? I mean, I think they're pretty good in the middle infield. But, Arnie, at the very least, if you don't feel confident about getting a guy long-term, shoot your shot and make your move. And I, for one, look at it and say, hey, kudos to Boston for doing that because, yeah, they traded him. They didn't feel confident in it, and they got a pretty good haul for him. I, I don't know why there's still this anger or hate towards this. No, I, I don't think I would have let him walk away and got nothing. Then could you imagine the hatred oh and gosh. everybody? Yeah, I mean, that's the worst thing you could do. I, Red Sox said, okay, he doesn't want to sign with us. And you see, the Red Sox knew. And by offering him $300 million, I think it's a sign that the Red Sox didn't want to go and give him the long-term money uh, that he thought he was going to get. They didn't want him. He didn't want them. And I think it was a, a mutual parting. So, you know, yeah. I, I guess everybody was happy at the end. And, and the Red Sox got some good players. Their pitching is horrible this year, but they've got some good players. Um, you ready to play a little buy or sell? Let's here? do it. Let's right, do it. Um, here's my first one. Buy or sell. A pina colada is a drink for women only. Wow. I mean, you guys, I got so much grief because I went out Friday night and had a pina colada. <laughs> and my goodness, I thought the song made it pretty cool <laughs> to still drink a pina colada. You know, getting stuck in the rain, making love at midnight. Right. And da, da. I mean, come on now. It, and, you know, look, it it had some rum in it. I, I, I usually don't so. do a lot of drinking, but I, I, I like that uh, pina colada. Now, we can go around the horn here real quick. Um, I think Bobo and I, we, we like to imbibe, lead a lap as well. I don't want to... I don't want to pull you into what you our, need a uh, shot of wild turkey. Is that what you're really? I need a shot of wild here turkey. to Sager, but I, I'm not hating. I mean, a drink's a drink, right, Bobo? If you uh, got a chance to drink a pina colada, you drink the damn thing. I'm not buying it. Yeah, wow. exactly. Right? Did you have to buy it? Hold on here. Let me. Yeah, um, I bought it I'm myself. Not, Ooh, cost yeah. me like ten dollars, eleven dollars. 
You bought it. Why don't you just buy a margarita? Exactly. Just get your frozen margarita. It was a specialty oh. drink. I'm like, oh, this looks good. I think I'll get uh, one of those. Oh my gosh. Uh, Lita There's laugh. So many thoughts. jokes. Pina coladas are great. They're refreshing, but uh, you have to be in the right setting. Like, buy a poolside, you know, buy a Did- beach. If you're just, I was if eating just, dinner in an alley. If you're at a steakhouse and you order a pina colada, I don't yeah, know what you're doing. Good. But Wow. Well, this wasn't like in an Applebee's or it's anything, like, was it? No, no. Ordering was, a lemon drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a shot. What do you want, a lemon drop? No, I mean, you want a shot? I mean, it, it, pina coladas. Wow. Well, Arnie, if you were kicked back at a pool, I had your back on this one, but knowing that you were out to dinner at, I don't know, wherever... Oof. Did you lose a bet or something on that? No, it just it looked good. It had rum in it. I like I said, I usually don't drink, yeah. but I didn't want to drink. My wife wanted me to drink a mojito, uh, um, nah, but yeah. that yeah, I'm like, I don't want a mojito. Get, get out of here. That I'll, I'll drink something else then. As, as someone who is not a drink shamer, yeah, because it's it's always funny. I want to try to be a fancy drinker. In other words, when we'll go to a place and uh, I am, they'll be like, "Oh, would you like the." Would you like the spice ale from the uh, the the summer shanty series? I'm like, no, I want a Bud Light, and everyone will beer shame me. So, Arnie, we're not here to drink shame you. We just needed to understand the story behind this. So now yeah, I feel I mean, it would look like me. a milkshake. I will say that though. So, <laughs> all right, so buy or sell. Jamal Adams is the difference between winning your division or not for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I don't know if it's the difference but it, obviously it makes them so much better i think they still gave up a lot in return with a couple of first rounders and a third rounder and i know you were picking toward the bottom um but i'm wondering if the jets wanted to get those picks in case they're so far down they may say you know what let's throw in the towel we'll move up to number one to go ahead and and get lawrence but that's beside the point um back to your question it makes seattle so much better and i can see money coming on them to win the super bowl i'm not so sure that he's the difference maker though to to get them all the way there, though. I know you can't see me, but I have my hand up in the back of the classroom. About four years ago, you would have sold the farm to move up to number one to get Sam Darnold. So are you saying that you go ahead and you punt on Darnold to draft Trevor, Trevor Lawrence? In a heartbeat. Matter of fact, really? who has more... Oh, in a heartbeat. What, are you going to be a genius to figure that out? I'm two years or three years removed from you telling me I'd give up everything for Sam Darnold. And now after a couple of seasons, you're like, I think you should tank for Trevor Lawrence. Who who has more pressure on him to have a bigger year, Sam Darnold or, or Baker Mayfield? Probably both equally, which shows oh, you how crazy Wait a is. Boy, your butt must hurt sitting on the fence like that. No, both. You, are you kidding me? You're, <laughs> you're talking about the Jets trying to tank for, for Trevor Lawrence. And I had to listen the other day to somebody trying to meticulously tell me that the addition of Cody Kessler is what really puts pressure <laughs> on – or not, not Cody Kessler. Who was it that they went out and got in free agency for the Cleveland Browns as the backup quarterback for uh, for Baker Mayfield, the, the guy that started for the uh, – Vikings, the Broncos for a couple of years. Bottom line, I mean, they're both. They're equally under heavy pressure right now. But you're telling me you'd be ready to punt after a tough season for Sam Darnold with the Jets? You're ready to go adios? Oh, yeah. How could you not say adios? I'm, look, I don't care. Mono, no bo- mono. Uh, you're talking about what, Case Keenum? Is that who you were Case talking about? Case Keenum, thank you. Uh, but, well uh, but other than that, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I could care less. I'm, I'm ready to punt on him if he's going to have another crappy year. All right, uh, one more quick one, then I got a few more after the break. But, Arnie, buy or sell, Kraken is an awesome nickname. 
No, that's a stupid name. Uh, it, uh, it's ridiculous. Out of all the names you could have used, you could have come up with something better. Now the fans are the crackheads going to the crack house, and I've heard all the jokes there. I mean, it's going to be funny for a while, but uh, I think I would have gone in a different direction. Those were the jokes they came up with? That's what that's what people in Vermont came up with? Oh, crack well, Not Vermont. It's all over the country they're saying stuff like that. It, it, I thought the the logo looked awesome. I think it's cool. The video that they really? had in front of it, crackheads. I mean, get out of here. We got plenty of crackheads. Um, <laughs> all right, I got more for you, but I, I want to make sure that DeSager gets out of here tonight and you actually allow him to leave, Arnie, because no, as make you him know, stay. Arnie is Steve's boss, as I'm sure DeSager is aware of. So as we, we all know that. As we roll on here That's with Arnie and Plank on a Sunday night, Steve's got us caught up as we go to the bottom of the ninth. A little drama maybe, hopefully coming in L.A. What's going on, Steve? First, I can only say as I look toward Arnie. Release the Kraken. Kraken is an awesome nickname. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. It's awesome. It is Giants leading at Dodger Stadium 3-1 going to the bottom of the ninth. The Dodgers will have the 8-9-1 hitters in the order, so Mookie Betts will bat. If it's a 1-2-3 inning, he's the last out tonight. Uh-oh. I'm sure all the Boston people are waiting up late just to see that. <laughs> Atlanta beat the Mets 14-1 in New York. Austin Riley hit a home run estimated at 458 feet off the top deck. The losing pitcher, Rick Porcello, the starter, went 2 plus innings, six earned runs allowed, and then Mets relievers allowed four homers after that. Arizona scored two runs in the eighth at San Diego, and two in the ninth to beat all-star closer Kirby Yates 4-3. The Padres left a runner on second base in the bottom of the ninth. Shohei Otani was the starting pitcher for the Angels today at Oakland. He failed to record an out. The Angels were down 5-0 in the first inning. On 30 pitches, he allowed three hits, three walks. Halos lost 6-4. This was Otani's first start on the mound since Tommy John's surgery two years ago. Otani's due to pitch on Sundays and DH some during the week this year. Mike Trout at homer and four RBIs in defeat. The Yankees came back to win at Washington 3-2. The loss to Sean Doolittle. The Yanks took two of three in the series. Glabar Torres with three hits for the Yankees, including a solo homer in the seventh and the go-ahead single in the eighth inning. The rest of the team was two for 28. Miami 11-6 winners at Philadelphia, but the Marlins have now had four players test positive for COVID-19 in the past week. Cleveland and Detroit with wins. Baltimore beat Boston again, 7-4. Minnesota's Nelson Cruz, two homers, seven RBIs in a 14-2 win at the White Sox. Victories for Pittsburgh and the Cubs for Colorado and Seattle. Seattle got a 7-6 win at Houston. Pitcher Justin Verlander of the Strohs will miss at least two weeks with a forearm strain. Tampa Bay in 10 innings edged Toronto 6-5. Blue Jays closer Ken Giles in the bottom of the ninth allowed a two-out double and two walks and was pulled with a sore elbow. Texas starting pitcher Corey Kluber today left after one inning of the loss 5-2 to Colorado. Shoulder tightness the problem. The golf winner in Minnesota was Michael Thompson. Tiger Woods is skipping next week's WGC Uh-oh. tournament in Memphis. Yes, you looking at the Dodgers extra base hit? I, I'm sorry. I, I got very excited about A.J. Pollock actually doing something to say. I would because, too. <laughs> uh, UCLA Dodger Frank had a, tw- uh, a Twitter poll out that said who would be better off leading off the ninth inning one option was A.J. Pollock. I chose the sec- uh, second option, which was an A.J. Pollock cardboard cutout. <laughs> Thankfully, I was proven wrong as he leads off the ninth uh, with a uh, double. I'm sorry to that, interrupt no, That's great. It I reminds me of when, I think it was when Lenny Dykstra was playing. They mentioned a teammate's name. A reporter said to him, hey, this teammate just got traded. And Dykstra said, oh, that's great. Who'd we get? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm in shock right uh, now. FS1 has another MLS doubleheader tomorrow night in the round of 16 of their month-long tournament in Orlando. Tonight's New York City 3-1 eliminated Toronto. And then Sporting Kansas City on penalty kicks eliminated Vancouver. The New York Giants released former Pro Bowl kicker Aldrich Rosas after a hit-and-run DUI charge, uh, both uh, charges last month. The Giants are signing kicker Chandler Catanzaro, who had retired during Jets camp last year. And finally, to the NBA, among the five exhibitions, Oklahoma City beat Philadelphia. Joel Embiid did not play due to calf tightness. The Thunder had trailed by 24 in the third quarter, but Andre Robertson hit a couple of three-pointers in the final minute. Chris Paul in the win, two assists, five turnovers. Boston and Indiana with wins. Toronto beat Portland. Carmelo Anthony of the Blazers, 14 points. He was four of 13 shooting. Damian Lillard did not play due to a sore foot. Houston's James Harden with 31 points in a win over Memphis, 119 to 104. Russell Westbrook was three of 14 shooting. Rockets outscored him in the fourth quarter, 40 to 17. And finally, Clippers guard Lou Williams is in a 10-day quarantine. He's returned to Orlando, but will miss their first two games of the restart, including Thursday night against the Lakers. Lou Williams averages 19 points a game. And two other Clippers were excused to leave last week for, quote, family reasons. Patrick Beverly has returned. If Williams had only visited that wake this week, he could have made it back to play sooner with a four-day quarantine. Like, oh, you see? Like I Zion knew Williamson. it. I knew it. Not so. Okay, wow. Dodgers have runner at second, one out now, and Mookie Betts batting down 3-1 to the Giants, bottom of the ninth. Back if he hits a home run, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. It's kind of funny because Come usually, on, Mookie, home run here. Usually, <laughs> well, you got your picks. You're not going anywhere because you, you want to tell people all your picks. and then I'll do his picks if he leaves. Wow. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> So Bobo's picks coming up. Couldn't be worse. Uh, to say your great stuff tonight as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Now, usually... Mookie flew my, out to deep right center. Yeah, he had pretty say, far. On my feed... He's just now stepping into the batter's box. Oh, stop it. So this what what inning are me. you in? I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> I'm watching on the internet, Arnie. It's this incredible invention that is uh, pretty, uh, I guess, behind the times. But yeah, yeah, because so, up here in Vermont, we ain't got no internet. That's the way I'm wondering sometimes. You might have to redial up, takes. Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Your takes make me wonder, do you guys have internet in, in Vermont? Wow. But usually I'm the one who kind of has things right on par with everyone. But now I'm so far behind, it's not even worth watching. So two outs, bottom of the ninth, Dodgers trailing three to one. Arnie, buy or sell two more quick ones. And then we'll uh, wrap things up before Ben takes over and we get to your picks. Number one. Buy or sell. Moving up to week zero for the start of the college football season is a good move for teams. Buy or sell. Oh, absolutely. I'm buying that. Um, whether it's a week or two weeks, get started early, get this thing on their way. And that way, if you start a week earlier, well, I don't know. Are, are you going to have a buy for the next week and then play again and then have ah, another buy? Go. So if you're going to go ahead and spread it out that way, um, I think that's a great idea. But then you're not going to be able to do that during the course of the conference schedule. But I guess to start out, it's a great idea to kind of ease into the season, I'm guessing. Here's the idea. You play a game. You play on, what is that, August 29th? No, I was right. in front of internet, and I don't have the internet right in front of me. August 29th is where you open your season. You play on what is called zero week. Uh, and then where you would typically have your opening game, you're off. And then you play another game 
and then you have another bye before you dive into your conference season. So in other words, you get two opportunities, Arnie, to kind of see, okay, what's our testing look like? I mean, we we haven't even really practiced football yet in the COVID-19 era, right? I mean, have guys been tackled to the ground? Do we know what it's going to look like when you take another team on? So I, I'm intrigued by it because so much of the conversation had been what? Pushing back, going conference right. only. This is uh, against the grain. Sorry, uh, Dan Patrick. This is against the grain from what we've kind of heard throughout the most, uh, I, I guess, relevant conversations when it comes to COVID-19, and, right? To and by the way, where do, where do we stand on that now? There's going to be, what, no preseason games, but we'll have camp, right? Is that the way we right. are officially right now? I'm wondering how much that's going to affect tackling and you know how that's going to affect the first couple of weeks of football. You know, I learned something today. Do you know that you only have nine padded practices for the NFL? No, I thought there was a lot more for some reason. Nine. So, in other words, you're not really entering. Thank you, Union. Yeah, you're not entering into a situation where I think it's too concerning. So, you get into the season, you got nine padded practices, and you're going to be good to go. Now, in your preseason, I think it's that same number. I think it's nine going into the season. So you have 18 total padded practices and then what, 16 weeks of football, depending Oof. on if you make the, the, the playoffs. So I, I think from that perspective, it won't change the game too much. What's going to be interesting to me, Arnie, yeah. is how does it affect teams that, oh my gosh, did we really lose to a minor league team? No, that's what, what you gonna, said. That's what you get now. Um, what's going to be interesting to me is how do teams kind of then handle new quarterbacks? New offensive coordinators, new head coaches. That, to me, is going to be the big story in uh, in not just college football, but obviously pro football as well, too, because what do you do? How do you get prepared? Because you're not really going through a full practice. Well, that right? that's obviously going to hurt, too, his uh, chances of going directly into the Hall of Fame after his first year, but he'll have to get through that. I think that's going to hurt New England, too. I don't think Stidham is, is doing it any favors by not getting any preseason in, and certainly Cam Newton um, could have used uh, some preseason to get familiar with the with the offense and his new teammates. So I think that hurts the Patriots. Uh, can you make a bet with me that if uh, in two years you're wanting the, the Dolphins to tank to move up to number one like you want the Jets to do this year with Sam Darnold that you'll put your job on the line? Wow. You do bet your job a lot. And I mean, hey, let me tell you something. If, if, if it was up to me, I was going to yank 13 off the rafters and give that to Tua. So I <laughs> – just want you to know that. <laughs> All right, so uh, a final buy or sell is yeah. more of an over-under, and this is courtesy of one lead a lap. Arnie, this week, the Houston Astros will play in Los Angeles. Well, actually, they play Los Angeles in Houston. They play the Dodgers twice, and then they go to play the Los Angeles Angels on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Instead of buy or sell, over-under on hit batters for the Houston Astros this week. Is it going to be high or low? Oh, four. The, the, the four, four hit batters, two in each game, maybe more than that. Um, the Dodgers are not going to forget. We're going to get back to some rivalry baseball. Um, believe me, if I was on the mound for the Dodgers and I'm up by a whole boatload or if I'm getting crushed, the next one's coming at somebody high and tight. So um, you, you move on, but you don't forget. I've got to say about four batters are going to get hit this time. I like it. I'll set that over under on four. You teach me what numbers I have to put on that, and we'll put it out and try to get some uh, action. How's that sound? We'll get, oh, I love that. We'll yeah, get Todd some Brennan of that. on it so you can have some fun. All right, when we come back, our final segment on a Sunday night into a Monday morning, 
It's what everyone came for. It's Arnie's picks, and it wraps up the show Woo. next on Fox Sports Radio. Are you tired of staring at that dent? At Mako, getting collision repaired is as easy as book, quote, fix. Come to Mako for a collision repair backed by our best price guarantee. Uh-oh, better get Mako. Great job tonight, Bobo. Great music selection. Awesome job, Lita Lap. I'm sure... I'm sure Bobo's happy you're back in studio. Who? See, this is this is your Adrian Wojner, uh, Wojnarowski fu moment, Arnie. Wow! Woo! I mean, how long have you worked, Lee? How long have you worked? I Arnie? didn't know he was gone. They said, "Oh, you're happy to have Lee back." He's been gone for like a month. I said, "I didn't even know he was gone for a month. I had no idea." <laughs> see, see, this is what we live. I with. didn't know. Glad to be back, Arnie. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're I, back. Who Steve is Steve DeSager on updates in our editors are millions and millions of editors behind the scene. Hey, don't go anywhere. Eddie's back tonight with Big Ben Ooh. Maller right here on Fox Sports. Eddie Garcia. Oh, Eddie Garcia. Okay. The only man who knows more hockey than you, yes. Arnie Spanier. Yes. Hey, uh, real quick, before we get to your picks, because that's important, uh, are important. I like this from Tony who writes, we's got that internet up here in the White Mountains, Green Mountain States. Uh, Arnie just can't figure it out. Tony, listen, I'm... <laughs> I'm from Oklahoma. I live in Oklahoma. We get the Oklahoma, uh, we get the internet jokes more than anyone. So yes, I think Arnie's got it figured out. I really do. You got internet figured out, right? You know, nah, almost. I'm still working on that. Uh, uh, Nick says you're you're more shady than Lou Williams. At least he's skilled and talented player, unlike your egomatical entitled ass. Yeah. Is he talking to me or you or both? I think he's talking to you. Probably me. And then Brendan writes, I hope the Dodgers will have a bad taste in their mouths from being beat by a high school team. Tonight's outcome is unacceptable for a team that would win the World Series and has World Series aspirations. Could the Dodgers be vastly overrated? I hope not, but I don't know. Wow. we're, We're four games in and they're two and two. And there's no undefeated teams in baseball. And what what's the number, Arnie? Like two point three that every game is worth. So yeah, I, I'm not gonna freak out over two and two, but I will freak out in excitement because it's time for Arnie's picks. Take it away, stinking genius. Give me a little music. Put me in the mood. We get right to baseball. We start with tomorrow. I don't know if you know this. Um, the Red Sox really are one of the worst teams in baseball. <laughs> Evident of losing to the Baltimore Orioles, but plus they have no pitching whatsoever. I expect a lot of high-scoring games. Not only do my Mets beat the Red Sox tomorrow, but they sweep the Red Sox and get back in the playoff hunt. Yeah, every game is 2.3, you said. So um, you win three games in a row. What is that? That's like, uh, what, 6.9.5? Six six, I, I was told there would be math streak. if I did sports radio. So Give me worry. my Lakers minus four and a half. NBA's back, and it starts on Thursday over the Clippers. You know, I was a little worried when the Lakers had to, you know, go ahead and start looking for some guards. Right. Um, obviously, with Rondo going down and um, – who was it that said he was going to go ahead and opt out? Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley, that's right. But um, I think they're going to be okay. Not only do I like my Lakers, I'll pick the NBA champions in a minute. Also, I told you the Dodgers, not only do they hit four Houston Astro players, my Dodgers sweep the Astros, sweep the Astros. You don't seem surprised by that one. 
Because you're you're doing this on purpose to try to ruin things for. The well, Dallas. no, it's one. It's only two games too, right. so it's right. not that hard to sweep. It's two games. Yeah, one and one is fine. I'm fine. Yeah, so don't sweep them. By the way, congratulations to my Lakers for winning the NBA championship. The Dodgers. I'm still picking to win the World Series. If you call one more of my damn teams, your team. Wow! Wow! And the Boston Bruins to to win the Stanley Cup. So. <laughs> There you have my picks. See what's on the other broadcast. Do with do with them what you please, but they're no longer strictly for entertainment purposes only. Quit trying to sabotage hey, our team. Give me, give me, give me. That's but I'm so good doing. at it. I've got a talent for no, it. No, th- this is what you do, and I think this is what you do with your local guys too. Yes, yes. Is is you pick their teams when you know that you're going to end up imploding them. That's what you're doing to Bobo and I right now. You're picking the Dodge. Oh, did you end up picking your NBA champion? Bobo I'm... was a Laker fan whenever they're playing well. Whenever they're playing bad, oh, he jumps off the bandwagon. Okay, listen, we, uh, Tired we of the only... LA fans like that. Uh, we only have two minutes left That's in the show. That's why I said it then. I'm going to yeah. say this. This is what's weird. <laughs> this is what's weird. You've never, ever, 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 ever claimed the Patriots, which makes everyone believe that you're actually a Patriot fan. I've never claimed the Patriots. I'm not exactly, a Patriot fan. But that's fan. the point. Exactly. Like, even when they were on a winning streak, you never said, my Patriots. I hate which, them. I hate them. Okay, hate the Lakers. Hate the Dodgers. Dude. Hate the Raiders. D- don't do this to me right Dallas. now, Arnie. Please, Arnie. What are you doing? God. <laughs> Look, he's about to cry. I no, because you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find I may out. Charge I'm, people for I'm going to stop your supply at a little blue pill. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Arnie would be in big trouble on that front. Uh, big trouble on that front. All right, listen. Uh, next week. We're yeah. going to have NBA games to recap. Oh, and, you know, I, I, I know you like to joke and, and mock me on this, and I yes, don't have I do. any other analogies, but it truly is a sprint, Arnie. You got eight games to get yourself playoff ready. And I don't care about this uh, restart buildup or however we're terming it. Eight games is what you've got to get yourself ready. Yeah. And that's where everyone's going to be to get ready for the playoff push. So we'll have a pretty good idea. Next week will be what? By that point, we'll be two, the, three games in. The restart teams, is right? the free season. I don't know if you know that. Oh, is it? Is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the restart taking the place of the preseason yes. for you? Yes, preseason was the reseason. Now it's the, the, the restart is the free season. I, I, I kind of like it. I kind of <laughs> like the way that you're going with this. By the way, uh, at that damn bear writes, I would buy an Arnie cardboard cutout with a pina colada with a shirt that says, oh, wow. I think we've got a winner there, right? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Put that right behind home plate. And someone pointed out those cardboard cutouts are 500 bucks. Ooh, some goes to charity, though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. if it goes to charity, that's great. But 500 bucks? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait till fans can come back to the game. Already have a great week. You too, my the friend. Crew, I'm Chris Plank. Ben Maller coming up next. We'll see you next see Sunday ya. night right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.